time for Catholic High School Football on Redeemer Radio 95.7 FM. Welcome to the Tire Rack Game of the Week. More tires, great prices. Visit TireRack.com. High School Football on Redeemer Radio is also presented by Notre Dame Federal Credit Union. Where you bank does matter. Now let's go to the press box for the Tire Rack Game of the Week with Bob Berger, John Brock, and Angelo DiCarlo. The Knox Redskins are in the midst of their best season in school history. Tonight they host the very team that has ended their season each of the last two years. It's Marion and Knox with a spot in the Final Four on the line. Welcome to the Tire Rack Game of the Week. Visit TireRack.com the way tire buying should be. We're also presented by Notre Dame Federal Credit Union. Good evening, everyone. I'm Redeemer Radio Sports Director Angel DiCarlo coming to you from Knox, Indiana. We've made the one-hour-plus drive to be with the Marion Knights as they get set for a showdown with 11-1 Knox here in the 3A Regional Final. The Redskins last week defeating Calumet in overtime to capture their first sectional championship in school history. Mar Marion, meanwhile, won its fifth straight sectional title with a 14-13 win over Jimtown, but in the process, they lost both quarterback Maddox Begonia and running back Malcolm Anderson to knee injuries. We're joined, as always, by my broadcast partners, Bob Berger and John Brock. And, John, just two absolutely massive blows for Marion heading into tonight. I mean, it's it's definitely two of the players that, that are at the top of the list of who you don't want to go down. I mean... Begonia and Anderson combined for 64% of this year's rushing yards. And Begonia especially has just grown so much as, as a QB in controlling and, and leading this team. It's definitely a big hit uh, in terms of statistics, but also in terms of losing a leader. So, so Marion's definitely going to need to look to their interior line with seniors, Alec Mishler, Aaron Fuller, and, and Miguel Ortiz to, to really step it up. With Gabe Kerr in there at quarterback, they're going to need that line to be as strong as they, they have been all season to, to accommodate. Sophomore Gabe Kerr will start at quarterback for Marion. Senior wide receiver Mitchell Florin could see some time there as well. Sophomore Michael Murphy will start at running back. Let's take a moment to pause for the national anthem here before our 3A regional championship game between Marion and Knox. Thank you. 
Getting ready now for Marion and Knox. 3A regional championship game in our tire rack game of the week. Angel DiCarlo, John Brock, Bob Berger with you here. And very nice crowd on hand here in the, especially on the Knox side. Very good, Coach Berger, because understandably so, this is a record-setting night for them. I mean, this is the first time they've ever played in a regional. You can really feel the enthusiasm here at Knox. And uh, just remember when we came in, the fire truck had the yes. ladder extended over Redskin Avenue saying, go Knox. So they're ready here at Knox for just an outstanding regional game. Time now for Coach Berger's Keys to the Game brought to you by J.R. Fox Jewelers. Coach. As we look at Marion, Marion, we know one of their strengths is their special teams. And we think their special teams are really going to have to perform and get the Marion offense into good scoring position where they can take the ball into the end zone. Knox, they're going to have to stop the Marion running game. I think that's they have an outstanding defense, and uh, if they're going to have a chance and an opportunity, great opportunity to beat Marion, they're going to have to stop the running game, which Marion will rely on tonight. Those keys to the game brought to you by J.R. Fox Jewelers. Two great locations, uh, Grape Road in Mishawaka and Ireland Road in South Bend. The winner of this game will take on either Chatard or Concordia in next week's semi-state, Coach. Well, the, the score right now, and it's still in the first quarter, is Chatard 21 and Concordia 14. That's a lot of points for one quarter. You sure that's right on the first quarter? Okay, we're with you. We have a Chatard scout sitting right beside us who's going to keep us updated because that game is important to the result based on the result of this game. Marion has uh, elected to receive here to start the game. Let's look at the offense for the Marion Knights. Gabe Kerr will get his first career start at quarterback. Six foot, 156 pound sophomore. He's only had five pass passing attempts all season. 23 rushes for 77 yards. Again, he is in for the injured Maddox Begonia. Michael Murphy gets his first start at running back. 5'9", 158 pound sophomore. 40 rushes, 233 yards. Three touchdowns. He will play in place of the injured Malcolm Anderson. The wide receivers, Jason Johnson, Mitchell Florin, Colin Kerr. We could see Florin play at quarterback as well. The tight end, Eddie Murphy, had the big touchdown grab last week. Your offensive line from left to right, Trace Walter, Aaron Fuller, Alec Mishler, Miguel Ortiz, and Garrett Kontowski. We are getting set for opening kickoff here between Marion and Knox. 11-1 versus 11-1, a 3A regional championship on the line. Who will go to the final four to face either Chatard or Concordia next week? If Marion wins, they will host that semi-final game, but right now they're a good solid hour away from Mishawaka here in Stark County, Knox, Indiana, for the start of the 3A Regional Championship. We are underway from Knox, and this ball comes down at the 20-yard line, returned by the Marion Knights up the right sideline. He's got some space across midfield, breaks a tackle, and knocked out around the 45-yard line. Mitchell Florin with a great return there for the Marion Knights, and they will start in Knox territory right out of the gate. So, John, I uh, can't ask for a better result on special teams, and special teams could be a big factor here tonight, John. Well, it, it definitely could, and, and right there on the first special teams play, you're already seeing one of your seniors, Mitchell Florin, definitely a, a pivotal member of this team, stepping up and, and getting you some good field position to start. And it also looked like they were trying to keep that thing away from Atkinson also, but Florin made them pay. So Gabe Kerr at quarterback in shotgun. 
And he will hand the ball off to Michael Murphy. Goes to the left side. He stood up pretty quickly. Good defensive play there by Cade Short, the junior defensive back for the Knox Redskins as he stops Murphy after a one-yard game. You know, this doesn't have anything to do with our fans listening at home, but aren't those numbers great to read here tonight? The Knox uniforms and the Marion uniforms. You know, I, Marion, I, I, I like it. Marion wearing white with blue <laughs> okay. blue numbers, Knox in red with white numbers. Very easy on the eyes yeah. up here in the press box. Kerr in shotgun, another handoff off to Murphy. Goes to the right side this time, and... Maybe gets two, three yards on the play. It's going to bring up a third and six coming up here for Marion as they will put the ball on the ground probably a whole lot here tonight, John. Well, they, they definitely are gun, going to with a, a rookie quarterback first game. And and, and what you're seeing with a, a young running back as well, it's not going to work out always. He, he cut a little bit early there, probably could have gotten an extra yard, but still doing well at, at the start of the game for Michael Murphy. Third and six, three wide receivers to the left, one to the right. Kerr in shotgun. He will look to pass this time. He will throw, and he will it'll be incomplete. The intended target was his big brother, Colin, but it's incomplete, and Hunter Renner will come on now for, to punt. Well, here's a real key now with Renner punting. You know, if he can get them trapped inside the 10, it's going to put the good Marion defense out there on the field in great position. Renner committed to Washington State, averaging 39.6 yards per punt, and has had 21 balls go inside the 20. I know he wants to be above 40 yards on his average, so look for him to put a big uh, foot on this one. Bad snap here. Renner making a nice grab, able to get the punt off. This one will go bounce around the 15-yard line picked up by Knox and knocked out of bounds, so they will start first and 10 at their own 13, so a good punt there by Renner, and the field position game, guys, could be a big factor in this one. It definitely couldn't, and that's where Marion's going to have to look to their defense to step up with the offense, uh, trying to work some things out, especially here in the first quarter. The, the special teams pinning them back like this is exactly what they want to see, and, and they know that their veteran defense that has been performing well this season We'll, we'll do well. That's what I was going to say, John. This is where you talked about getting the good defense in a good po defensive position here against Knox. Zach Rose is the quarterback. He'll hand the ball off to Peyton Bow, and Bow quickly taken down there on the play, and no gain there for the Redskins. In fact, he may have lost a yard on the play. Stefanik made initial contact. Zach Rose, the quarterback. Peyton Bow, the fullback. Wingback is Cade Short. Your wide receiver, Cole McIntyre, the tight end, Braxton Geller. Rose in shotgun, man in motion. They'll give it off to the man in motion, Short, and Short will go to the right side, but not gaining much there again, and he might have lost another yard on the play, and it's going to bring up a third and 11, so a good sign here for the Marion defense, which is one of the top in the entire state. Looked like the runner that time slipped a little bit back there when he was trying to cut up field to Marion's advantage. Well, the field does look good, but there's still spots nice. where you can see snow and wetness, so that could play a factor. <laughs> All right, Knox will look to throw this time. They throw it over the middle, and it's picked off by Marion. Michael Schaefer, interception, and he will return this down to the 15-yard line. Great job by the senior oh. safety picking off that pass. He saw it the whole way and easily stepped in front. Well, that's exactly what you want to see from this defense. They they knew they needed to step up big, especially those seniors. They don't want this to be their last game, and, and Schaefer did exactly that there. But it, it does look like there was a late flag on the play. Did not see that flag. Now, who's this flag going to be on? That's it's going to be after the play on Marion. 
The ball was spotted at the 15. But now, did they move yeah, well, it back? They, they, they got to move. They left it at the 16. Uh, okay, okay there now they go. they're walking. Now they're going to walk well, it back. Maybe hesitation. <laughs> All right, they're going to push this one back. So Marion still has possession of the ball, but an unsportsmanlike penalty. Instead of being at the 16, you're pushed back and you'll start at the Knox 31. And for an offense that you don't know what to expect, that's a big difference, guys. Uh, it could be a very yeah. costly mistake. That's from field goal range to to just outside of it. And, if you don't get very many yards like they did on the last drive, it could be costly. Jet sweep to Mitchell Floor, and he's going down the right side, and he's going to gain maybe a yard or two. Went a lot of horizontal, not much vertical, and he stopped down around the 30-yard line. Gain of one on the play by Florin. Keaton on the tackle for the Knox Redskins. Well, Knox didn't have too much film to go over with, with Kerr and, and Murphy, at quarterback, so I think they definitely focused on the, the speed and, and athleticism of Mitchell Florin prepared for that. They're well prepared for that one. Well, we, we anticipated seeing maybe a lot of jet sweeps here from Florin <laughs> here tonight, and there was the first one of that. Kerr in shotgun. He's got Michael Murphy to his right side. Two wide receivers to the left, one to the right. Kerr will hand the ball off to Murphy. No, he'll keep it himself. He goes up the middle, and a good read option there by Kerr. He gets it to the 25, a nice gain of five yards on the play, and he'll bring up a third and four. Well, it was definitely good to see Kerr was able to make a great read there and definitely got a lot more yards. Murphy would have been tackled in the backfield, so great read by him. Collins on the tackle for Knox. The defensive backs for Knox are Cade Short, Gunnar Kraus, Jacoby Dixon. Your linebackers are Gabe Lovins, Braxton Geller, and Keenan Kenan Collins. And the defensive line, Peyton Schiller, Dalton Cohn, Jeff Shank, and Corbin Kraft. Third and four here for Marion, and it looks like Knox has jumped off sides, and Marion will get their first first down of the game, brought to you by Office Interiors, creating great places to work since 1982. That will help a young quarterback and a young running back in a big way and a big penalty there against Knox. And it will also help a field goal kicker also, getting exactly. into position now, if that is what he's uh, called on. It's a great call to, to game back five of those 15 they lost uh, after that interception. Brett Badick, the offensive coordinator for the Marion Knights, having to work in a, a whole, maybe not a whole new style, but certainly a whole new set of cast of characters, more looking like the starting JV offense at quarterback yeah. and uh, running back here tonight. Jet sweep this time for Florin to the left side, and he'll push his way forward to the 16, a gain of four yards on the play, so didn't work the first time as well, but on the second time coming to the left side, Florin gains four yards, and it'll bring up a second and six. 7.30 remaining here in the first quarter of our 3A regional championship the tire rack game of the week presented by Notre Dame Federal Credit Union no score between Marion and Knox here from Knox High School in Stark County Indiana Carbon Kraft made the made the stop on that one so second and six here for Marion Jason Johnson the lone wide receiver to the right two wide receivers to the left Kerr in shotgun Will hand off to Murphy, goes to the right side, cuts back oh. inside, curve to the five, to the four, or excuse me, Murphy to the five and to the four before he comes down a gain of 12 yards on the play. A first down brought to you by Office Interiors. Great rush there by Michael Murphy. Murphy hadn't really had a chance to, to show what he can do yet on the varsity level. He's only gotten in late at the game, and I think the coaches were seeing that he had the ability to, to make great cuts and plays like that, and, and 
Now he's showing on Friday night that he can do it, and I think Marion could not be happier. And you also have to give that offensive line on the right side a lot of credit. There was a nice hole there for Murphy to go through. First and goal from the four. Murphy gets it. No curve. Pulls it out at the last second, and he will try to rush it himself, and he will maybe get back to the original line of scrimmage, and it will bring up a second and goal, but a very dangerous play there, John, on that mesh. Uh, you know, Kerr, last second pulling it out. Well, they, they've, with Kerr and, and Murphy in there, they've switched to a lot of option run plays from the shotgun. And, and on that mesh, it can definitely be a, a little bit risky if there's a miscommunication. There definitely was on that play. They're lucky that didn't end up with a fumble. At the same time, you would think those two are pretty down with that. They, there was, they were the starters on the JV team this year. All right, Florin in motion. They fake the handoff to him. They give it off oh, to Kerr fumble. or give it off to Murphy. The ball comes loose, uh, and Knox is going to jump on it at the nine-yard line, and the stadium erupting here at Knox High School. As you can hear it, uh, absolutely insane play there, and Knox will take advantage here on the play as they jump on it and get a huge turnover as Michael Murphy unable to handle the football there. And Geller recovered the fumble for the Knox Redskins. Well, I'll tell you what, that's a big turn of events, yeah. and now Marion has had their opportunities to get on the scoreboard, and they don't, and yeah. here comes Knox with the ball. Yeah, there's where I thought that the special teams put them in great position where they weren't able to take advantage of it. Marion's definitely going to need their defense to step up even more now that, that they have turned the ball over in, in their own heading into the end zone. So sophomore running back Michael Murphy with the fumble on the play. And uh, Knox will take over first down, and they will go with a rush to the right side, and they will get it to about the 12-yard line here, um, and it will bring up a second down and seven. Well, Marion was able to make some adjustments on offense and be able to get the, the ball moving a little bit. And so I'm looking here to see if Knox was able to do the same, talk over what they saw, and possibly come out with a, a better play playbook to run against. Second and seven for Knox. Zach Rose, their quarterback, will give it off up the middle. Not much of a gain there. DeBoe, Tyler DeBoe made a big stop. I believe that was Peyton Bow, the fullback okay. on the rush. It was. And also uh, Jaguna also helping on the tackle. Bow has uh, nearly 1,100 yards rushing this season, averages 5.9 yards per carry, has 15 touchdowns, 5'11", 190-pound junior. The quarterback, Rose, also a junior. He's rushed for four, He's thrown for 14 touchdowns and rushed for seven more. And then they'll look to pass here. Rose looking to throw. No, he will scramble. He will rush. He'll get the first down and more, and he's drilled at the 25, and a flag comes oh, out on the play whoa. on Setefano Sete. On the player, excuse me, that was on Iso Gonzalez um, as he got drilled on the play, and I think they're going to call him for a helmet-to-helmet, -helmet, and that's what they're going to get him for. Uh, you know, that's a tough one because I think he was just trying to make the play, but I think there may have been contact, Coach. It's yes, there, there probably was, but, you know, you, when you're going after a man, he goes down, and all of a sudden, well, you can't, if you're a defensive man, you can't change but we your know, direction. I know. But we know yeah, they don't care whether they or not care. the intent is there <laughs> or not. If you make the contact, you're going to get flagged for it. So that pushes the ball True. all the way to the 40, and that's a first down brought to you by Office Interiors. So first and 10 for the Knox Redskins from their own 40. Tough break there for the Knights. And a tough break for the Knights on the penalty, but also a, a great play by Zach Rose at quarterback scrambling out to gain that yardage. So Rose now first and 10 from his own 40, 412 to play, and now Marion appears to have jumped off sides. So maybe the Marion Knights a little bit rattled yeah. here 
tonight. And, uh, I, you know, you got to feel the defense probably knows that they have to play one of their best games of the season because there may not be much on the other side of the ball, and maybe that pressure might be getting to them a well, little bit. Well, you used the word pressure, and I think you're right, Anj. And hopefully this pressure, they, they since they've all been playing starting on defense almost all season, they can get through it and, and not let it affect. And then here's a rush for Bow, and he won't gain much or, if anything, on the play. And it'll bring up a second and five coming up. About he half will get, the, he about, will get five yards on the play. Well, about half the Marion team in on the tackle. Well, even if Marion's able to get a, a stop here, definitely a positive for Knox is they, they've changed the field position. They were backed up against their own end zone, and even if they have to punt here, Marion's going to be coming from their own 20 or 30-yard line, so a positive for them. Second and five from the 45 for Knox. 3.20 to play here, and a flag's come out, and Marion's saying that there was a jump start, <laughs> and they will be correct on this time. We sometimes they, they don't are, want to trust. They, they, they don't are correct tru- often. <laughs> we, we don't want to trust that Marion defense. They do try to uh, sell things a little bit. <laughs> well, but, they were right that time. By the way, guys, I am noticing, I mentioned Gonzalez with the stop on that play. Michael Schnipple is not out on the field for the Marion okay. Knights right now. So yeah, I know. Um, that's yeah. a bit of a concern here for what would have happened. And then there's an interception there's a, by Atkinson. Atkinson he's got down room, the right sideline. he's got and, speed. And Atkinson to the 20, to the 10, 5, 4, <laughs> touchdown. <laughs> Greg Atkinson, a 50-yard return, and Marion has jumped out to the 6-0 lead. Well, I'll tell you, that's the second interception, and that one they took to the house, I'll tell you. So Greg Atkinson picking off the pass by Zach Rose going – 45-plus yards for the touchdown, and Marion's defense providing the scoring out of the gate here. The Knights are up 6-0 pending the extra point. Well, with with such a great defense all year, I, I mean, you definitely expect them to step up, and I think all those guys that have been playing for so long, some of them three-year starters, know that they need to step up and, and make those big plays, and, and Greg Atkinson with a, a great Great playoff run so far, adding to his resume with a great interception and a touchdown. And I tell you, you said, you know, an experienced team like that, they weren't panicked by, you know, a penalty, and uh, they came back and showed it real well. Renner on for the point after. It is up. It is good. 7-0 Marion, 3-0-1 left here in the first quarter. A flag is out. Both teams leaving the field. It's on Marion, I believe. They pointed well, in Marion no, they're going to say it's good. And then a personal foul oh, after rough. roughing the kicker on Knox. But it'll be assessed, I believe, on the kickoff coming up. So 3-0-1 to play here in the first quarter. Marion out to the 7-0 lead on the Atkinson return interception return for a touchdown. Quick timeout, and we're back right after this on Redeemer Radio 95.7. Imagine a world with no poverty, a world where everyone has food to eat, clothes to wear, and is able to make rent each month. The St. Vincent de Paul Society is working towards that goal. We are committed to ending poverty by serving our community one neighbor at a time. We have seen the power one person can have on those we serve. Join us in the fight against poverty. Visit svdpsb.org or call 234-6000 for more information. Greg Atkinson with a 45-yard interception return for for a touchdown. He's had two punt returns for touchdowns this year, and now he gets a defensive touchdown, so his third touchdown of the season. And Marion has jumped out to a 7-0 lead on Knox here with 3:01 to play here in the 
first quarter of our 3A regional, and that big penalty against Knox not going to help them in terms of field position because Marion will now kick off <laughs> that penalty yeah. on the uh, extra point attempt. Marion will kick off from the Knox 45. So well, it'll be interesting to see if Renner puts this in the end zone or if he tries something and tries, tries to, to drop it in. Tries maybe. to drop it in at the, at, at the two-yard line and see if uh, – they can back him up even farther. Let's see what happens here. Renner will kick it off, and now Renner's <laughs> going to try for a field goal. It's up, and it's just wide left. Uh, <laughs> and Knox will start first and 10 at their own 20-yard line with 3.01 to play here in the first quarter. Marion up 7 nothing. Probably the, sh the safe way of doing things. You'll eliminate any run sure. back on that one and take it from between. And the way the defense has played all year long, as John says frequently, uh, you know, hey, that's a, a good safe and, move. And to add to that, that there, I, I believe there have been five or six penalties so far, and special teams is definitely a, a place where penalties is very common. So, probably the safest bet just to kick it through the back of the end zone. Seven nothing, Marion to start, and wow, a flag <laughs> before we even get started here, and it is on Knox, illegal substitution, I believe, and okay. that's a five-yard penalty. How do you have an illegal substitution, though, Before, on, after a well, after They a broke the huddle and they were lined up, possibly, and another I guess. guy came in. Yeah, that must have been what it was. I All right, didn't first see and, it. I'll first and, I didn't see someone did run out yet. Yeah. First and 15, Bow gets the handoff up the middle, and he's quickly oh, stuffed by man. the Marion defense and a loss of one. Knox's offense not able to get much of anything going here uh, so far in this game, and it's going to be a second and 10, no gain on the play. Well, so far, Knox has had a lot of rushes up the middle, and, and Marion's had a lot of tackles up the middle. They've been crowding that area with almost all of their linemen and, and most of their linebackers on every play. Marion defeated Knox 16-13 in sectionals two years ago and 31-6 in sectionals last year, and this year meeting now for the 3A Regional Championship. Second and 15 for the Redskins here after that penalty before the first down play. Not. They'll look to throw, and this one's incomplete to the right side as the ball hits. Ooh, did they say he caught that? No, no okay. No. I, I thought for a second the ref the ref put his arm up like he caught the ball, but it was definitely incomplete. I mean, I, I saw it hit the ground. Yeah, Geller so was the intended receiver. Third and 15 coming up now for Knox as Merriam will look to get the stand and then hope to put Atkinson in position for a, a nice return here and <laughs> – Again, special teams uh, we've talked about being the difference, but right now it's been the defensive play for the Marion Knights that's been the biggest difference so far. Well, and I want to say I think it's been three or four passes and two interceptions, so probably pretty risky going to the air. Third and 15, Rose will roll out. He will throw this time. He completes the pass. No, no, no. it just falls exactly. out of the arms of Braxton Geller, and the tight end, Junior, could not haul it in, and Knox will have to punt. They had him open, and it was it was there, but he wasn't able to haul it in, and it's going to bring up a fourth down. And it looks like there was a holding against Knox on that play as well, but Marion declined. So they will have to punt here on fourth and 15. Gives us an opportunity to let you know that Fiddler's Hearth is a locally owned, family-friendly public house in downtown South Bend with live music every day and fabulous Sunday brunch from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. And they want to reward the loyal listeners of Redeemer Radio. Just mention you heard 
Fiddler's Hearth on Redeemer Radio to your server. You get 10% off your food and soft drinks. Here's the punt. It will bounce, and Atkinson will pick it up after slipping on the ground at the 45. He goes backwards hit, to hit, his hit. own 40, still on his feet, back to the 45, and he gets it to the 47. So not the usual quality okay. return from Greg Atkinson that we're used to seeing, and Marion will start first and 10 at their own 47 here. 2.04 remaining in the first quarter. Marion ahead, 7 to nothing on Knox in our tie rack game of the week in the 3A regional final. Definitely a, a risky return there by Atkinson, slipping a little bit and picking up the ball, but definitely saved him probably about 5 or 10 yards uh, on how far that ball was going to roll. We've seen some slippage a number of times out here so far in the first quarter. So as you said, John, the field a uh, little, little bit soft out here and slippery. So 2.04 remaining here. In the first quarter, Marion's last time on the field, the offense, I should say, they fumbled the ball inside the five-yard line. Gabe Kerr in shotgun, fakes the handoff. He will look to rush, and he's stuffed in the backfield. Great play there by the Knox Ritzkins. And trying to see who that was. Looks like it was number 51, Dalton Kahn on that one. All right, thank you. Better eyes. I couldn't see if it was 51 or 61. Looks like the exact same number, but they don't. <laughs> It was 51, yeah. In the first quarter, Valpo is up on Mishawaka, 14 to nothing. I, don't, I mean, unfortunately, that's not too much of a surprise. Uh, Valpo just Valpo. a fabulous team. They really have a strong, strong team this year. Second and 13 coming up for Marion from the their own 44. Kerr will look to throw high to Florin on the screen. He hauls it in, maybe gets a yard or two on the play, but it's still going to bring up a third and long. A little bit of a, a wobbly throw and, and a high one on the screen there, but Florence still able to make something out of it and gain back what they lost on the previous play. So bring up a third and ten. So he actually gained about four yards on the play. That was a better spot than I anticipated. So third and ten for Marion from their own 47. Kerr in shotgun. Two wide receivers to the left, one to the right. Murphy to the left side. Kerr will look to throw. Has time, plenty of time. Throws it up for Colin Kerr, but it's incomplete. Colin hoping to get a pass interference call, but to no avail. There was a little contact, but Gabe's pass was well over his head, and the officials kill it, keeping that yellow flag in their pocket. So Marion will punt here on fourth down. So basically, guys, right now, Marion's offense has done nothing. Well, they don't have a lot of yards uh, added up right now, and it has been the defense and now uh, Hunter and Renner teams. and special teams and uh, have kept them basically on the Knox end of the field all night long. Renner punts, big pressure there by Marion, and he able to get it off. This one's going to bounce uh -huh. just inside the 20, uh -huh. and it will come down at the 18-yard line. So Renner has put two balls inside the 20 here tonight. So he now has 23 of those on the season. 46 seconds remaining here in the first quarter. Knox taking over with the score 7-0. So far, neither offense has been able to do anything. It's been all about Marion's defense and special teams. Well, and that's a that's a huge credit to, to both defensive lines. I mean, Marion's and Knox's have, have been getting in the backfield on, on almost every play and, and stopping the run that both teams are heavily de de depending on tonight. So great credit to, to both sides on the defensive line. Three turnovers already here tonight. Two for Knox, one for Marion. One has been returned yeah. for a touchdown. Pass by Rose is complete there to short, and he will gain about 
five or six yards on the play to the 24-yard line. Schnipple. And it'll bring up a second and four. So Schnipple is now back in the game um, after not playing the last two defensive possessions. I got a score here, as you might like, Ange. Warsaw 14, Merrillville 0 in the first quarter. That's one we disagreed upon in our predictions, and so far you're winning on that one. I trust Bartball. You apparently Bart did not. <laughs> well, that's going to be the final play of the first quarter. A very quick, fast first quarter, as we anticipated here from Knox High School. Marion leads 7 nothing after one quarter of play in the 3A Regional Final, our tire rack game of the week. Back with second quarter action right after this on Redeemer Radio 95.7. What's the difference between Notre Dame Federal Credit Union and a bank? Well, banks are owned by investors looking to make a profit. Notre Dame FCU is different. We are a not-for-profit member-owned cooperative. Our mission is to help our members improve their lives by providing products and services that save them money. If we end up with too much money ourselves, we simply give it away to our members' favorite charities. Last year, over a million dollars. You already share our values. Why not share in our benefits? Notre Dame Federal Credit Union. We know you like football, so do we. We're TireRack.com, and this is our version of a two-minute drill, except it's only 30 seconds. TireRack.com has an enormous selection of tires. Not sure which ones to buy? Use our tire decision guide to find the right tires for your vehicle and the way you drive. Then get them shipped fast and free on all orders over $50. Shipping is in as little as one day, free. TireRack.com ships to independent, recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Touchdown! Welcome back to Marion and Knox from Knox High School. We're not at Marion High School, a little bit ways away. Start of the second quarter here in our tie rack game of the week. Marion leading 7-0 over Knox. Rose will look to throw on second and five. He completes the pass, but he's drilled immediately by Michael Schnipple, who's showing why he's one of the best cornerbacks in the state, gets the job done. Not sure why Schnipple was not playing yeah. for a good chunk of that first quarter, but uh, making an impact now that he is back in the game and looking rather healthy on the field as he makes that stop. Well, I think being out for a couple drives is definitely gives a guy like <laughs> Schnipple a lot more fuel to go out there and play hard. <laughs> I don't know if he's a guy that needs any extra fuel. Yes, that's I, fair. I, I worry about but I think he gets even extra more fuel, John. <laughs> Third and five now from the 24. Rose will look to throw, has pressure, is going to try to run it. He's scrambling. He's got the first down and more. Cuts it to the left side, goes to the ground, and he gets it to the third, 32. And that first down brought to you by Office Interiors, creating great places to work since 1982. Rose does a nice job scrambling. That's the second time tonight he has scrambled and rushed for a first down. Well, I think that might be the, the biggest problem for Marion tonight. So far, they've been stopping that interior run great, and then they're having fantastic pass coverage. But, I mean, when you drop back in pass coverage, they're leaving that field open. And Rose, having 281 yards on the season rushing, I think he might add on a good chunk more tonight. Still in the first quarter, Valpo 21, Mishawaka 0. Rose will look to throw. Whoa. Menting deflects it into the backfield, and it's incomplete. Great job there by Mitchell Menting. And, guys, you know, Mitchell Menting is a guy that has picked up his game especially in the second half of the season, maybe even in the postseason. He is playing some great football, and he's turned into one 
fantastic football player this year. I agree. I think he just keeps getting better and better all the time. And I think I saw that a little bit last year even to where he started to play just better as the season progressed. And I, was, I would say I think he was someone that, that got overlooked by a lot of people, but I know Coach D had a lot of faith in him, and they put the work in to make him better and definitely paying off right now. Second and 10 from the 32. Rose looking to throw, oh. and he stuffed up quickly. And Miguel Ortiz with the sack in the backfield. Isaac Hibbs was in it, on there as well. And a big sack there, a loss of 10-plus uh, yards on the play. Uh, on the play. So nice job there by Miguel Ortiz and Isaac Hibbs bringing the pressure on the quarterback, Zach Rose. Uh, Shatar 21-14 in the second period are still winning. That's a lot yes. closer than I anticipated. Yeah, I anticipated that a um, much uh, bigger score for Shatari. They impressed me what they did to Northwood. That was way back in what, that week was, two. It's been a while, but, that's but true. But sure, but they've been the number one team in 3A yeah, all year long. Third and 22 now, and they will hand the ball off, knowing that they probably can't get much on a, uh, on a pass, and Short will go up the left side, getting – about eight yards on the play, but it's going to bring up a fourth, maybe ten yards actually, and it's going to bring up fourth and ten here for the Knox Redskins, and they will have to punt, and Marion's just happy with that, and they continue to win this field position battle here and now hope to get a nice return from Greg Atkinson. Well, I think both these offenses have shown a little bit of life and getting positive yards on a couple drives, and I think they need to focus on those few things that work for them, like that last play for Knox, and, and try and get that to work on, on every play. Payton Schidler is the punter, and he will punt this one out of bounds, keeping it away from Atkinson. It rolls out of bounds at the Marion 38. Really, uh, that's that's the best-case scenario there from Knox. You keep it away from Atkinson. He's already uh, creamed you on the defensive side. You don't want him to have a big return, and uh, that works to their advantage as uh, Schidler does a nice job to knock that ball right out of bounds and get a friendly well, roll in a nice And punt. even the opening kickoff, they definitely kicked it away from Atkinson. Yeah, that's true. They haven't, uh, they haven't He hasn't had a chance except on defense, I guess, which was a big one, taking it back for a touchdown on the interception. All right, so first and 10 for Marion from their own 38, 9-18 to play here in the second quarter. Kerr in shotgun, fakes the handoff, will throw the screen to Florin. Florin has some open space, breaks the tackle to the 45, knocked out of bounds around the 46-yard line, a gain of eight yards on the play. In fact, actually, they're going to say he got maybe a couple extra yards on the play, and this is really close to the first down marker, and they're going to say it's a first down brought to you by Office Interiors. Now they're going to discuss it. The referee said it was going to be a first down. Then he looked over it again, and we may get a measurement here. Probably the safe way is to really measure, but uh, nope, nope, they're just going to say not, it's not a first down. Say, okay. So I have to agree with that. It does yeah. look like it's no, a, a I, little uh, with uh, the, under a yard. He may have jumped. He may have jumped the gun, but he did point for a first down and then stopped <laughs> and then looked at it. So it's second and one for Marion from the 47-yard line. Kerr will look to throw, completes the pass at midfield to Jason Johnson, and he knocked down at the 48-yard line, a gain of five yards on the play, and a first down brought to you by Office Interiors, creating great places to work since 1982. Johnson's helmet comes off on the play, and he will come out of the game for at least one play. A little cleaner than the way... Um, <laughs> Things went down last night in that Steelers-Browns uh, game. Um, well, I was hoping uh, Johnson didn't hit somebody with his helmet as he was going off yes, the field. Let's, let's hope, okay. let's hope the, those antics from last night do not uh, spill over here. 
Okay. Into this one. First and 10 from the 48. Kerr rolls out to the left side. Flag comes right. out. Kerr will run. Nice and game. decent run there. Gains about five yards. But this has got all the makings of a holding penalty. And it is against Marion. So this one will come back. Injured player down on the field for Knox right now is Cade Short. So uh, they're 6'2", 180-pound junior. He's a two-way player for the Redskins. Uh, playing defensive back and uh, wing back, so that would not yeah, be good. And yeah, he's very important to Knox and, and what they're trying to do both offensively and defensively. He, you know, he may have just gotten the wing wind knocked out of him, but hopefully yeah, he, he'll, he's walking off on his own power, but uh, hopefully he'll get back in and he's been an integral player for the for the Knox Redskins this season on both sides of the ball. Um, has nearly 500 yards rushing and then also has two interceptions on the defensive side of the ball. Merrillville right. has scored. They're trailing Warsaw 14-7. So first and uh, 25 for Marion after the penalty. Kerr will look to throw to the right side. It's tipped up uh, in the air. Nearly intercepted. <laughs> drops to the ground for on the play. So, whew. That was well, close. Well, I'll tell you, Rose, Zach Rose, had a great opportunity for an interception. Just couldn't quite get his hands underneath it. Rose has thrown two interceptions at quarterback. <laughs> Could have made Trying up for one of them there and pick it off, but he was unable to get it. Especially off that difficult throw, rolling out to his backside by the first start uh, for Gabe Kerr. Definitely a, a very difficult throw for him, and lucky that one didn't get intercepted. Rose was in the game because Short was out for that play. Short is back in the game now. Second and 22 for Marion from their own 40-yard line. Kerr, pitch option back to Murphy, cuts inside, and then is knocked down to the ground around the 44. Looked like for a brief moment he was going to have space, John, to run the ball, but good job there by Knox to close in and uh, close that hole fast. Well, the Knox defense did, did a great job there of playing team defense, and they didn't expect one guy to make the tackle. They had everyone flowing from the other side of the field to come make that tackle, and that's exactly what you need. And, and Michael Murphy just had nowhere to go. So 7.35 remaining here in the second quarter. Marion leading 7 nothing here. It is just after 8 p.m. This is 95.7 FM WRDI Napanee, Michiana. You're listening to High School Football 3A Regional Finals. 11-1 Marion on the road at 11-1 Knox in our tire act game of the week. A reverse here by Marion. Goes to Florin, then to Greg Atkinson. Atkinson to the left side, and he will get it to midfield. Still Brace going. a tackle, and he'll take it down to the 45. It was a third and 17, and they bring out the reverse, hoping for a big play. They gain about 12 yards on the play, but shy of the first down and with it being fourth and about six coming up they will send the punting unit out onto the field well i think that was a, that was a great play that they drew up to get atkinson the ball a great runner got that fantastic speed but i don't know that i would have broken it out that early on a, on a third and 17 i think i would have saved that one for a little bit later in case the, the game got close hunter renner will punt the ball away from the 45, and it's going to be a fair catch called around the 15-yard line. So Renner has had three punts here tonight, has put all three inside the 20-yard line, and Knox will take over from their own 15-yard line with Marion ahead 7-0 with 6.31 to play here in the second quarter. All well, that's, that's why he is a Division One kicker. Absolutely. All parents or will be. 
Excuse me. <laughs> All parents and students are interested in learning more about Marion High School are invited to attend Marion's annual open house, which will take place this Sunday from 2 to 4 p.m. Marion faculty, staff, students, and coaches will be happy to see you and answer any questions you may have about becoming a Marionite. We hope you will take some time to come see how Marion prepares students to learn with humility serve with compassion, and lead with integrity. Please visit MarionHS.org for more information about Marion High School. On first down and 10, the Knox Redskins will go to the right side. Not much on the play, and it's going to bring up a second and 10. Gunnar Wagner on the carry. The Marion defense, yet again, did a great job of flowing with where the ball was going and getting almost every single one of their defensemen over there to make the stop. Six minutes remaining here in the first half. Marion leading 7 nothing. We expected this to be a low-scoring affair with uh, Knox and Marion, both teams uh, good defenses. And here's Bow up the middle on the rush. He plows his way through. He's got a first down, and he comes down around the 27-yard line. And that's the best offensive play of the day so far for the Knox Redskins. They get positive yards and a first down brought to you by Office Interiors. Miguel Ortiz finally makes the stop but not after a first down. Well, it looks like Knox on the line there switched some things up and, and pulled a, a, a tackle, opening up that, that space for the, uh, the running back to get so many yards on that play. 5.30 remaining now in the first half. Marion ahead 7-0. First and 10 for the Redskins from their own 27-yard line. Both teams entering tonight 11-1. Marion has ended Knox's season each of the last two years in sectionals. This one in regionals. Rose throwing the ball, and this one's incomplete. Under through his man. Diving catch attempt made there by Cole McIntyre, but it just got under him, and he wasn't able to make the grab. And that would have been a big play there for the Redskins in a first down. Instead, it's second and ten. And Knox's offense right now is doing a great job of, of recognizing where the holes in Marion's defenses are. They saw that the corners were playing a little deep on the, on the receivers when they ran that vertical route. And they tried to take advantage of it with a comeback and almost were successful. Rose only completing 47% of his passes this year. is thrown for just over 1,000 yards. He'll look to throw again to the right side. Over the middle for McIntyre. Just out of his outreached arms and incomplete. And it's going to bring up a third down. So interesting that now two plays in a row, they've thrown the ball after getting a 12-yard rush for a first down. They're trying to keep Marion honest, I'm sure. But I, I think they're going for, for a more... Mixed offense might yeah. keep Marion not getting into a rhythm like, like they were with that defensive line in the first quarter. But I think after success running like that, you might want to just switch up the, the run that you were going or maybe throw in one pass. But definitely an interesting call going with two. You're, you're definitely right, Angela. Third and ten now, and you would have to anticipate they probably will have to throw the ball here on third down, and it looks like we've got a timeout on the field, and we do, and that's by Knox. We'll keep it right here, let you know that our first down sponsor for high school football is Office Interiors, Michiana's leading provider of Herman Miller office furniture and Creston audiovisual equipment, as well as flooring and commercial interior design services, creating great places to work since 1982. Office Interiors is a proud supporter of Catholic high school football on Redeem Radio 95.7. Thank you to Office Interiors and Rob Myers for all their support 
of Catholic high school football here on Redeemer Radio. Also, DeWalt Fluid Power is proud to support Catholic high school football on Redeemer Radio. DeWalt Fluid Power is a full-service air and hydraulics and tooling components distributor serving customers for over 55 years. Visit DeWaltFluidPower.com. People you can trust, technology and solutions you deserve. DeWalt Fluid Power, honored to be a part of Redeemer Radio this football season. And Nick and... Nick DeChico and the family, we appreciate all their support as well all season long. Former Marion and Notre Dame football player. 5-10 left here in the first quarter. Rose, screen pass attempt is picked off by Mitchell Menting. And Menting will get knocked down. No, he gets back up to his feet, and he's going to have this at the 23-yard line. Well, we talked about Mitchell Menting picking up his game. You know what? I'm starting to realize right he doesn't cue. want to go to bas basketball practice. Is that what it is? <laughs> I think right. it is because he had a great jump ball there, and he was able to intercept it and do a great job. But, you know, what a play there by Mitchell Menting, and Marion will get the first short field starting first and 10 at the Knox 23. Well, this is a great time then for Marion to take that thing into the end zone and getting a 14-0 lead would really put them in great shape going into the halftime. I'm sure their offense is looking to finish what they started in that first quarter where they fumbled right on the edge of the end zone. And I'm sure that they, with this great field position, want to pound it in where they weren't able to before. Trips to the left for Marion on this possession. Kerr in shotgun. Florin goes in motion. Fakes the handoff to Florin. The pass goes left side for Jason Johnson. And he will make the grab. Gets it across the 20 to about the 18. A gain of six yards on the play. And it'll bring up a second and three for the Marion Knights. Nice misdirection there uh, on the play. And Marion will have a second and four officially. I thought Johnson did a good job. It was not necessarily a well-thrown ball, and he was able to go down and get it off the shoestrings and uh, make a nice game. Cairo Franklin has checked into the game for Marion. Fakes the handoff. Kerr will look to take it himself. Just gets it back to the original line of scrimmage. Almost had about a three or four yard loss. So credit to Kerr on the play for being able to get back to the original line of scrimmage. It'll bring up a third and four. Well, and with that, that nice gain of yardage after a, a, a not-so-great throw and, and a great way to avoid the, the defensive lineman there, the Marion offense altogether is showing a little bit more energy and, and willingness to put in that extra effort after that turnover that Menton caused. Third and four from the 17. Kerr will look to throw. Goes left side. Ball deflected at the line of scrimmage. Incomplete. And it's going to bring up a fourth and four from the 17. One would anticipate Hunter Renner going to come on now for the field goal attempt. And as good as Renner has been at punting the football this year, that's what he'll do next year in college at Washington State. Uh, two of four on field goal attempts so far this season. So we'll see if he can put this one through. It would be a 34-yard field goal attempt coming up for Hunter Renner. Corbin Kraft got his big mitt up there and knocked that down. Jason Johnson is the holder. Drew Geiger, the snapper. Fourth and four from the 17, 34-yard field goal attempt. Snap is up. Hold is good. The kick is long enough. Is it through the uprights? It is. Yes, it is. 34-yard field goal for Hunter Runner has put Marion ahead 10-0 with 3.50 to play here in the second quarter. Quick timeout. We're back right after this on Redeemer Radio 95.7. An unexpected pregnancy can be a hard thing to face alone. Women's Care Center is here for you. Trained counselors will give you the information you need about your pregnancy so you can make decisions that are right for you and your baby. Women's Care Center provides free, 
confidential counseling, support, and education to women facing unplanned pregnancies. The organization serves clients from three locations in South Bend, including North Notre Dame Avenue, North Ironwood Drive, and Chapin Street. Learn more by going to womenscarecenter.org. Hunter Renner with a 34-yard field goal, and Marion has jumped out to a 10-0 lead on Knox with 3.50 to play in the second quarter in the 3A regional final here from Knox High School in Stark County, Indiana. Angel DiCarlo, Bob Berger, John Brock with you here in our Tire Rack Game of the Week presented by Notre Dame Federal Credit Union. Thanks for joining us here all season long on Redeemer Radio 95.7 FM. And after his field goal, Renner on for the kickoff. It's a line drive that will be fielded around the seven-yard line by the Knox Redskins. They get it across the 20 to the 26, and Knox will start first and 10 at their own 26 after now three first-half interceptions they've thrown, giving Marion the short field, and that has led to 10 Marion points here tonight. Really, you have to contribute the defense for all 10 points here tonight because Atkinson had an interception return for a touchdown, John, and then uh, the last interception by Menting setting up that field goal for runner. Yeah, I'm not too sure how many first downs the Marion offense has been able to get tonight, but the defense has definitely come up big and giving them some good field position and able to get the field goal and even getting the seven points on the board. Handoff to Bow up the middle, has a lot of hole. He will go right up the middle to the 49-yard line, a gain of 23 on the play, and it he just blew by everybody, <laughs> found the hole, and was off. Well, with the last couple of running plays that, that Knox has run, it makes me wonder why they keep going back to the air. So I definitely, after that third interception, would expect, expect to see some more stuff out of them on, on the ground and maybe even throwing in some new plays. That first down brought to you by Office Interiors. First and 10 for the Knox Redskins just shy of midfield the ball at their own 49 yard line 319 to play here in the first half of play bow will get the ball again up the middle this time he's stuffed pretty quickly well he's gonna push his way forward now all 22 players are involved and now we got a late flag come out as bow pushed his way all the way down to the 45 yard line he pushed forward thanks to his teammates five extra yards but then a flag came out so. i wonder what the flag would be that's interesting where you got 22 guys in one big possibly scrum. A, a face mask would well be my that guess. could be yes yeah, it was a face good, mask john. by marion i am impressed john i've been in some of those scrums before <laughs> i know what okay. happens <laughs> how'd they see it <laughs> that's, that's that's the, the question, question i yeah. how did they see it <laughs> so well, so a big help for knox though I mean, maybe it wasn't all 22 guys, but it was about 19 of them. The quarterback Rose wasn't in it. Maybe one Marion player was, wasn't. was But, uh, John, John, you didn't see John it from knows. all the way up here, though, right? You're just assuming that one. Yeah. 15-yard so, yeah. penalty, and look at this difference now um, and how big that was. Knox now has a first and 10 at the Marion 29-yard line here. Man in motion, handoff to bow, up the middle, and – and he will push his way forward again to the 20 and across the 20 to the 19. And it looks like it's a, another first down brought to you by Office Interiors, creating great places to work since 1982. So uh, Knox showing life on offense for the first time here tonight. Michael Schaefer made the tackle. I don't know who gave them a, a pep top talk on the sidelines or, or what they started drinking now, but they definitely have a lot more energy on that Knox offense. And, and it's it's definitely shown through Peyton Blau, the the, the running back making all of these great carries for and getting extra yards after contact. So first and 10 from Knox. They'll hand it off to Short. 
the wing back, and he'll get it to about the 18, a gain of two, maybe to the 17, a gain of two yards on the play, and it'll bring up a second and eight. Michael two, Schaefer again on the tackle. 2.15 now remaining in the first half. Marion leading 10 nothing here. In our tire rack game of the week in the 3A regional final, the only loss for the Redskins was 12-7 to Pioneer back on October 4th. So this could be their largest deficit of the season so far. Bow gets the handoff up the middle, pushing his way forward to about the 15, and that's where he'll come down and bring up a third and six for the Knox Redskins. One would assume we are now in four-down territory. They have not attempted a single, or they have not made a single field goal all season, so uh, they are most certainly in four-down territory here. Tell you, Tyler DeBow got in there and really got down there low and uh, was able to make the stop. Third and six from the 15 now, down to 130 remaining here in the first half of play. Four knocks. As Rose is under center, man in motion. They'll hand it off to Bo. No, Rose keeps it himself, goes to the outside, and he's quickly tackled on the play by guess who, Coach? Michael Schaefer. We've called his name about uh, four or five times now in this series of downs. And it's going to bring up a fourth and five here for Knox. One minute left in the first half of play. And the clock is running. Whoop, now it isn't. And Knox will call a timeout with 58 seconds remaining here in the first half. Understandably so. It's fourth and six. And really, with the way this game's going, the game may be on the line here. Uh, and a big, well, You're right. You're right. Well, I, I would agree. Let, let's think of it this way. You, you get a touchdown, Knox gets the ball to start the second half. So right. you score a touchdown, you make it 10-7, and you get the ball Both. to start the second half. That's a big momentum shift. And you don't score 10-point deficit the way uh, Marion's defense is playing. Could be, a, could be a, you know, devastating. Well, the, the way they were playing before this drive. This well, drive. sure. Yeah. Good I mean, it, it, But you make the stop here, you get some confidence yep. back. Yes, yes. And this play is definitely what, what all of that hinges on, and, and I think if, if Knox is able to get the at least the conversion here, if not the touchdown, that would be huge for them and, and giving them momentum, even coming back in the second half, having more plays that they feel they can go to. What in, would you anticipate here, John? They have to throw. Right? I would expect possibly a They've short moved. pass to the outside. Okay. Rose will take the snap, and there's a flag that comes out. Looks like an offside. Oh, that's the, a, or a legal false start. Yeah, false. false start on oh, Knox. That, hurt Knox. that that's, is that's bad. That's a tough one. So that's going to set up fourth break. and 11 now with 58 seconds left. Now, no question they're going to have to throw the ball. I mean, they were going to throw the ball there anyway, but like you said, it might have been a screen pass. Well, what or, had been working for them a little bit before was the, the short little passes to five-yard outs or the screen passes, but – now that's that's not so much on the table anymore when you're 10 yards back from the, the sticks as opposed to five. So it'll be fourth and 11 now, 58 seconds remaining in the first half, ball squarely on the 20-yard line. Marion's 20, knocks for fourth and 11. Rose will look to throw to the right side. He's got oh. some pressure, breaks yeah. a tackle. He'll look to run. No, he'll throw it over yeah, the middle, and this one just hits the ground. Yeah. And another defensive Good. stand Good by the Marion Knights. And guess wow. who? Mitchell Menting brought the pressure <laughs> that knocked Rose out of the pocket. Menting having a fabulous right. game here tonight, and Marion will take over with 50 seconds remaining in the first half. Maybe an early leader for our St. Joe grade school player of the game. You know, I had someone mention to us this week, uh, 
St. Joe grade school gets a, a lot of uh, publicity <laughs> the way we talk about that player of the game. We do get, We argue it all game long almost. <laughs> so they get a lot. You're, you're right. They're getting their money's my, worth, Ange. My home parish, so it works well, out. okay. <laughs> <laughs> so first and ten, I, I don't anticipate Marion really trying much here. I I would I'd almost just take to, a knee, honestly. Keep it, the, keep it on the ground, but yeah. I would have. And, no. and Kerr will run it himself yeah. here, and he <laughs> is drilled. By the Knox Redskins, Gabe Lovins uh, bringing a lot of hate on the play. <laughs> he crushed them, and uh, Kerr goes down. Uh, let's take a knee. I'd take a knee. Uh, I mean, I think you you, you possibly run a, a sweet play with Florin or no, get the I ball to someone. I mean, there's still a little bit of time. Actually, the they clock. don't have to. Actually, they don't have to run a play. So well, they're not they definitely won't run a play. <laughs> they don't yeah, need yeah. to run a play. So that'll do it for the first half of play. Marion leading Knox by a score of 10 to nothing. We'd like to thank Tyrac for being the title sponsor for high school football on Redeemer Radio 95.7. Tyrac also plays a major role in underwriting our internship program with students from St. Joe and Marion. Our interns have been out and about all week with interviews and social media reports. Josh Schmidt on the field with social media here tonight. More tires, great prices. Visit Tyrac.com. And don't forget to join us for Notre Dame Federal Credit Union's Irish Sports Saturdays tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. here on Redeemer Radio. We'll look back at last week's win for the Irish over Duke and certainly preview the big game against Navy. Bobby Kloska will join us for our focus on Faith Interview. Marion leading Knox 10-0 at halftime in the 3A regional final. Back with halftime right after this on Redeemer Radio 95.7. Host an incredible wedding weekend at Notre Dame with Venue ND. Once-in-a-lifetime experiences and wonderful settings, from rehearsal dinners to wedding receptions to farewell brunches. You don't have to be an alum to have your reception in Notre Dame's beautiful event spaces. Host your ceremony at your own local Catholic parish and bring your guests to campus for the rest. Make a tradition of your own. Visit weddings.nd.edu. Driving like a kid again, or just need to get the regular grime and salt buildup up? The Waterworks Car Wash in South Bend can help. Regular washes help prevent rust and keeps your car looking at its best. Get 50% off a wash with an oil change at Tom's Car Care Center at the same location, 3201 Sugar Maple Lane off of Bendix. Visit us online at TomsCarCareCenter.com. Drive like a kid again at the Waterworks Car Wash. Does debt have you down? Are you worried about your credit cards, your mortgage, or keeping your car? Notre Dame Federal Credit Union can help. Our people are trained to be financial physicians. They can give you a checkup, help you to heal, and then stay healthy. Don't be embarrassed, it's why we exist. When your body is sick, you go to see a doctor. When your finances are sick, you go to see the friendly folks at Notre Dame Federal Credit Union. You already share our values. Why not share in our benefits? Join Bishop Kevin Rhodes, Bishop of Fort Wayne, South Bend, every Wednesday at noon for his weekly show, Truth in Charity. On each episode, he joins host Kyle Hyman to discuss key issues facing Catholics in the diocese and beyond. Then he answers questions submitted by listeners. If you would like to submit a question, go to RedeemerRadio.com slash AskBishop. Truth in Charity with Bishop Rhodes is brought to you in part by Notre Dame Federal Credit Union. And welcome back here to Stark County, Indiana, Knox High School, as Marion has 
jumped out to a 10-0 lead on Knox at halftime. Angel DiCarlo, Bob Berger, John Brock with you here as we wrap up the first half of play. We'll take a look at the scoring. Greg Atkinson with a 45-yard interception return for a touchdown with three minutes left in the first quarter. Made it 7-0 Marion. Then with 3.50 left in the Second quarter, Hunter Renner had a 34-yard field goal, making it 10-0 Marion. That was after a Mitchell-Menting interception set that one up. Um, and really, this has been all about the Marion defense and, and the Knox defense uh, the, and and the um, special teams, John. It, it's really come down to that. Neither offense has really been able to do much. much. Knox offense finally Got something going there in that last drive, but Marion's defense coming up big with a fourth down stand. Well, it's definitely been a lot of defense and special teams, and luckily for Marion, that's been their specialty for, for most of the season is how great their special teams with Atkinson at return and, and runner kicking and, and punting. But uh, the defensive def definitely have both stepped up big tonight. The The defensive lines for both teams are, are playing stellar games, uh, allowing very little rushing yards, although Knox definitely did get something going there on that last drive. We're able to find some holes in the Marion defense and and make take advantage of those and, and charge most of the way down the field. But what they're going to need to do uh, over this halftime is figure out how to how to finish those drives and how to keep it going and, and get all the way to the end zone and keep taking advantage of what they were able to find there on that drive. When you open an Elevate membership at Notre Dame Federal Credit Union, you'll get $50 in your new account and another $50 for an eligible nonprofit like a Catholic high school, a parish, or even Redeemer Radio. You're a share of values. Why not share in our benefits? Notre Dame Federal Credit Union. All right, uh, Coach Berger, let's uh, take a look at our keys to the game review brought to you by J.R. Fox Jewelers. Uh, let's see how the teams are doing based on those keys that you had in the in the before the game. All right, we look at Marion. We talked about their special teams must put the Marion offense in <laughs> scoring position. Check. That they have done. They have put them in scoring position. But as John mentioned, you know, it has been the defense that has kind of finished things off a little bit better than maybe the offense at this position. So, yes, as you said, Anj, I would give them a check. Uh, Knox must stop the Marion running game, I'd say, check again. I think they have basically stopped the Marion running game. I know that was something that uh, Coach Davidson was very concerned about, but uh, they haven't been able to stop uh, you know, Knox, the special teams, and the great defense by the Marion Knights. And those keys to the game review brought to you by J.R. Fox Jewelers. Two great lo great locations, Grape Road in Mishawaka and Ireland Road in South Bend. Many in our community find themselves choosing between having enough food and paying their bills. The St. Vincent de Paul Society provides food through its main pantry and generosity of its parish conference networks. For more information about St. Vincent de Paul, food assistance, or how you can help, go to svdpsb.org. And thanks, as always, to Subway for providing our game day meal each week for our 95.7 FM crew at the stadium and back at the station. We appreciate the support from John Goy and all the folks at Subway. We're at halftime here between Marion and Knox. Marion leads Knox 10-0 in the 3A regional final. Our tire rack game of the week presented by Notre Dame Federal Credit Union. We will take a quick break and be back with some scores from around northern Indiana. You're listening to Redeemer Radio 95.7. Here's Redeemer Reflections.
This is Father Bill Sullivan from St. John the Baptist Catholic Church in New Haven. Today we celebrate the feast of St. Albert the Great. The scripture that I take is from his feast day, from the responsorial psalm. Lord, teach me your statutes. St. Albert the Great is the universal doctor of the church. As the patron saint of scientists and philosophers, he loved the world of academia, anywhere from studying the natural sciences to unearthing the connection between reason and experience to learning the geography of the earth. Like St. Albert, there should be a yearning to know and follow the truths of what God has revealed to us, to delve into the mysteries of our faith. And on our lips daily, we should be saying, Lord, teach me your statutes. Each and every one of us is called to be a teacher. How blessed Albert was to instruct and mentor St. Thomas Aquinas. When he was canonized, it was said of him, he had an openness to truth. May none of us ever be satisfied with what we know, but yearn to be a lifelong learner, one who will be remembered as a teacher, influencing the lives of others in the ways of faith. Perhaps take a moment today to pray for or personally thank those who made a difference in our lives when it comes to our relationship with Jesus Christ. This has been Father Bill Sullivan for listener-supported Redeemer Radio. Welcome home to your family of faith. And welcome back here to Knox High School. Marion leading Knox 10 to nothing here at halftime in the 3A regional final. In our Tyrac game of the week presented by Notre Dame Federal Credit Union, Angel DiCarlo, Bob Berger, and John Brock with you. Coach, you got some scores from around the area? Well, we have some basically some second quarter scores. Uh, uh, again, many of the games that we are following are in the central time zone. But right now in the second period, it is Valparaiso 35 and Mishawaka nothing. So Valpo's really showing a little bit what they're all about. In the second period, Warsaw and Merrillville are tied at 21. Also in the second period, it is Hobart 14 and New Prairie 7. So a little bit of a How upset, about that? I guess. Yeah, I kind of a surprise, I guess, in the making. Uh, <laughs> Chittard is up on Concordia 35 to 14. Uh -huh. uh, Chittard has scored two touchdowns in the second half. One of the running backs has scored five touchdowns so far for Chittard. So I'm hoping that we can see Chittard at Otolsky Field at uh, Marion High School next week. Well, and that we got to take care of our end, I guess. Well, we don't have to take care of anything. They got to take care. <laughs> well, okay. Marion's got to right. take care of everything. Right. I mean, John may probably still feel like the we. Okay. Hey, you got you. Okay. You're so, I mean, we all know. Wait a minute. Wait we all, a minute. We're well, Redeemer. I mean, We're doing our Catholic school. Technically schools. speaking, I could still say we being an alumna uh, of the that's school. That's true. Yeah. But, uh, I, I mean. I put offering in the offering plate. Does that <laughs> count for anything in the education fund? 
Well, make, make me a we or not? I, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't it counts. It, it, it counts because his son's the head coach of the okay, Marion yeah, Boys yeah, basketball. There we go. And we, Thank all, you, and we all know he's always biased towards Marion Boys basketball in every broadcast we do during the basketball yeah, season. Yeah, well, I, I was a little offended about it. Uh, you know, who was it didn't want to report to? Uh, one that didn't want to report to basketball oh, practice. Mitch, I think Mitchell maybe, Menting maybe, is inspired. Maybe. Yeah, I think he doesn't want to go I, to I, basketball. I, yeah, practice. I think you heard he didn't have to report as long as he's still playing football, and he started. <laughs> Playing harder in practice. It happened harder. last year during That's the playoffs, what? and it happened now. I'm there telling might you. be a pattern there. You're right. Good, good observation. All right, uh, John. What, what overall? What, what, what's the biggest key? Uh, we heard Coach Berger's keys to the game brought to you by J.R. Fox Jewelers uh, last segment. But what's your what's your biggest key in the second half now for both of these teams? Well, I think they're two pretty clear keys here for both teams I think for Marion they obviously they need to get something going on offense and from what I saw in the first half they they had a little bit of opening on the on the pass plays that they were running they were finding some area there they just need to get a little bit better pass blocking because a young quarterback in Kerr is going to need a lot more time than someone like Begonia who had been finding his groove and so I think they're going to need the line to step up a little bit and, and give him more time in the pocket and the receiver's keep up what they're doing and find some open space, which they've been able to do, and, and get some more passing as long as uh, Brett Badick, the offensive coordinator, feels that Kerr can do that. On the other side for Knox, I think they've, they've started to find what their key to the second half is going to be, and that's going to be keeping that, that middle open for their, their running backs. I mean, they have the, the great running backs in Cade Short and, and Peyton Bow, and uh, they, they both are able to f- have been able to find openings uh, at different times tonight. So I think if they're, they're able to both put their efforts together and find some space, I think they could definitely get something going on offense on the ground. And I think those are the two keys, the two of them being able to find some offensive space and, and Marion being able to put the ball in the air a little bit. All right, Marion leads Knox 10-0 at halftime here in the 3A Regional Championship game in our tire rack. Game of the week presented by Notre Dame Federal Credit Union. We will take a timeout, be back with second quarter, or second half action right after this. The winner of this game moves on to semi-state. Who's going to the Final Four? We find out right after this on Redeemer Radio 95.7. In the Chronicles of Narnia, Mr. Beaver describes Aslan in these words. Aslan is the great lion. Oh, says Susan. I thought he was a man. Is he safe? I'd be nervous meeting a lion. Safe, says Mr. Beaver. Who said anything about safe? Of course he isn't safe. But he's good. He's the king, I tell you. We like to tame Jesus with images that make him so mild, he's almost boring. Maybe we do that because we prefer a God who doesn't actually challenge us. But Jesus walked on water, appeared before his apostles in dazzling light. He told dead people to get up, and they got up. He's mighty. When you pray, don't hold back. Got dreams? Ask big. Angry? Yell to God. Got doubts? Tell him. Feel like a mess? Surrender your life to God. He can take it. He's bigger than you. He's the king, I tell you. This is Chris Stefanik from reallifecatholic.com. Notre Dame football is back at home this Saturday as they welcome in Navy for a top 25 showdown. Get your game day started with Notre Dame Federal Credit Union's Irish Sports Saturdays here on Redeemer Radio. Join Kevin Downey and me, Angel DiCarlo, as we get you prepped for what should be a very tough battle against one of Navy's best teams in years. It's Notre Dame Federal Credit Union's Irish Sports Saturdays this Saturday at 9 a.m. on 95.7 FM and RedeemerRadio.com. 
This is Zach and Josh from St. Joe High School. And Joy from Marion High School. We would like to say thank you to Tire Rack for giving us the opportunity to learn more about sports media and broadcasting and to participate in this internship through Redeemer Radio 95.7 Sports. Your continued support makes a big difference. Visit Tire Rack at TireRack.com for product information today. You can keep up with the internship crew on Facebook and Twitter at 95.7 Sports. St. Joseph High School transforms students in hearts and mind and creates tomorrow's leaders today. Secure your spot in the class of 2024 by attending our high school placement test tomorrow morning. Take, testing takes place at St. Joe with check-in at 8.30 a.m. We hope to see you there. Meanwhile, the Marion Knights are hoping that they will be celebrating a regional championship uh, the rest of the tonight and throughout tomorrow morning as they are facing Knox here in the 3A Regional Finals. We're at halftime, just getting ready for the start of the third quarter. Both teams back out of the locker rooms, back on the field. Marion leading Knox 10-0 here as we get set for the start of the third quarter. Angel DiCarlo, Bob Berger, John Brock with you here. Uh, and, you know, John, one of the things we've kind of talked about is uh, – the offense lacking for Marion here tonight, and certainly uh, a lot of that has to do with the fact that Maddox Begonia, your starting quarterback, is out with a knee injury. Malcolm Anderson, your starting running back, is out with a, a knee injury. Um, how do you feel Gabe Kerr and, and Michael Murphy did in the first half? Um, obviously, you, you got to grade them a little bit on a curve, right? Two sophomores who haven't played much all year uh, having to step in, in in a big regional championship game. You know, I you definitely do have to grade them a, a little bit on a curve, but I mean it's it's high school football, it's varsity game on Friday night, it's the playoffs. There's no curve about it. I mean, <laughs> you you have to step up and you have to play at the level that the guys before you were playing. You're not going to lose by seven and get a 14 point curve to get the win. That's just not how it works. So, just just looking at how they've played, I mean, I think they've so far they've they've kind of been in the game and done what they need to do to to stay in the game but I don't think they either of them has really broken out and and been able to perform at, at the level that they need they're just below where they need to be and I've seen some glimmers from both of them I mean Kerr had, had a couple of good passes and, and definitely has has had his vision a lot better than I expected it to be and and Murphy had, had a couple good runs got some first downs but I think both of them need to, to have a lot more of that good stuff to, to really step up to the level that, that Marion really needs them to be at tonight. So definitely a need a little bit more improvement from both of them in the second half. Turnovers have certainly been a major factor in this game. Three turnovers by Knox has led to 10 points for Marion. Uh, you know, Atkinson had the 45-yard interception return for a touchdown. The interception by Mitchell Menting set up a hunter-runner field goal attempt. And, uh, and then the other way, you know, when Marion was on the doorstep of a touchdown, it was a fumble uh, by Michael Murphy that prevented Marion from getting its first offensive uh, touchdown of the game. So turnovers certainly, Coach Berger, have been a big factor in this game and I think could play a difference in the second half. Um, here in this one. Well, I think it definitely could for Knox. I think, you know, the, the turnovers, the interceptions that they had, they can cut those out. You know, that can definitely help them a little bit because they have been, the, at least the last series of downs, they were able to move the ball a little bit. But, uh, you know, some of the early series did not allow them to uh, go because of the interceptions. So I think turnovers, I think, hey, they've played a, 
a half now. Hey, now it's it's all on the line. There's a, you know one team's going to move on and one team's going to be uh, counting shoulder pads. Knox, in the midst of its best season in school history under Coach John Hendricks, who's done an absolutely outstanding job. Before he became the head coach, um, Knox had, you know, let's see here, one, two, three, four, five, six, six straight losing seasons. He takes over for a one and nine program, goes six and six in his first year, then nine and three, nine and two, seven and four, and this year the best team in school history, eleven and one. And their first ever sectional championship. So the Redskins uh, have a big crowd here on hand at Community Field hoping for a big second half here. They will get the ball to start the second half after a uh, pretty darn good drive at the end of the first half. But unfortunately did not come away with points if you're a Knox fan. And uh, Marion hoping to uh, get the defense back going and get a big defensive stand here to start the second half. Hunter Renner back on the field, has a field goal, has put three punts inside the 20 here tonight, and I believe has put a, a his only other kickoff here tonight, or one of his kickoffs has already been into the end zone here tonight. So Renner is on, and the second half is underway here. Big booming kick by Renner will come down at the two-yard line. The Knox returner slipping, but getting back onto the his feet he returns it out to the 16 yard line and a good coverage there by the Marion Knights as once again Knox not able to start with good field position I think Esau Gonzalez got the tackle maybe that's a you can put them deep into the territory maybe that makes up for the penalty that was uh, <laughs> the head-to-head penalty that was called on him earlier in the first half first and 10 here for Knox just underway here in the third quarter Marion leading 10-0 if you're just tuning in here on Redeemer Radio 95-7. This is our tie rack game of the week, the 3A Regional Championship. They hand off to the fullback, Bow, and he will be pushed back to out of bounds by the Marion defense led by Tyler DeBow. For progress, gives him about three yards on the play to the 19, and it will bring up a second and seven. Well, it, he looked like he might have a little bit of space there before Debo popped out of the middle to, to make the great stop. But they're definitely finding a little more room to run uh, on this Knox o- offense, like they did on that last drive. And let's let's keep keep listening so we can see if they 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 are able to continue doing that. Rosen shotgun now will look to throw. Lots Ooh. of pressure from Hibbs. Rolls out to the left side. Now has time, looking to throw downfield. Now will tuck it, just run it, and he'll go out of bounds. Uh, and, in fact, he lost yards yeah, on the play, probably should have thrown that ball away. away. He lost two yards as he went back to the original line of scrimmage and will bring up a third town. Great job by Rose to avoid the Great. sack. You're right. Impressive. But, but probably should have thrown the ball, ball away. away. Well, he, shoot, he, he definitely showed great athletic ability and, and definitely a great feel for the pocket uh, as a passer, but definitely – didn't necessarily understand where that that first down or where the line of scrimmage was, and, and definitely should have thrown that ball away. Third and ten now for Knox in shotgun. Rose back to pass has time this time. Throws it down the right sideline. This one's up jump ball, and it's tipped around, intended for short. Falls to the ground, but then a flag after the play comes Ooh. down, right in the vicinity of all the players. So I don't know if it's a late pass yeah, interference call. Or, or, or personal foul. We wait to see what will be the call here by the officials. Well, Thomas Ewing was back there, did a good job defensively. It jumped ball, and the ball got batted around and fell to the ground. Well, you think he did a good job unless well, the penalty Well, we'll see. Yeah, well, 
and it's an unsportsmanlike call on Marion. I didn't see. I, I don't think it well. was. I definitely don't think it was Ewing on that play getting the penalty. It, there was a couple of Marion players in the in the vicinity, but I didn't. I definitely I didn't, didn't see what what yeah. the what the flag was thrown unless, on there. Might unless they said it. something. It's what they sometimes they what sometimes, they say, yeah. not well, what they do. That's the only thing I could see. We all saw a jump ball. Uh-huh. We all saw yeah. the players around. Yeah. It didn't look like anyone hit anybody, so I'm going to have to think that somebody said something maybe yeah. after you, the ball dropped incomplete. The official threw that flag out pretty quick, I'll tell you, when it fell to the ground. He but it was after the play. Out. It was after the play, but so. i tell you, you know, once he, heard, once he decided, I mean, it came out. He there was it. another Marion defender yeah. Behind the receiver, but I, I didn't yeah, look so, like he hit yeah, them. Hit, yeah, I please understand. I'm not. It wasn't. Not necessarily Thomas Ewing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, First and ten oh. from the 31. Rose going to look to throw again. Now scrambles out to the left side. He's oh. nearly fumbles the ball, and he somehow kept onto the football, and he ends up gaining five yards on the rush. Uh-huh. It looked like he got hit right in the yeah. arm as or, he was. Ortiz, he really grabbed a hold of that arm or hit, hit the arm, as you say. I don't know how. I he, don't either. He kept on to the I football agree. because he was he was lining up like he was going to throw the ball. Especially and, in cold weather like this, it becomes even harder to keep a, a, a grasp on that football as a quarterback. So very impressive. And not only does he hold on to the football, he gains six yards on the play, and it's second and four for for Knox. Short in motion, handoff to Bow up the middle. He's going to try to push his way forward, <laughs> and depending on four progress looks like they're going to spot this around the 39 so it'll be a gain of two yards and it'll bring up third and a long three well Menting and uh tyler debeau made the initial contact well and the first time knox ran that play last half they were able to push for another five or six yards and, and i think marion they came out they they got a pep talk at halftime and and their defense knew that they they couldn't let them get that that much of a push after uh, after contact. Third and three here for Knox from their own 39. Marion leads 10 nothing. 9:36 to play here in the third quarter of the 3A regional championship. Our tie rack game of the week. Rose fakes the pitch. Will look to throw. Has pressure. Trying to avoid every tackler. And finally, it's Ortiz who brings him down for the huge sack. Well, and Knox will have to punt. I'll tell you, he avoided Ortiz once, but Ortiz kept with it and finally made the sack. Ortiz entering the game with two sacks. Had 12 tackles last week versus Jimtown. Has had an excellent game here tonight. Uh, Coach, he may be another contender for that. <laughs> you, you are right. That is that player St. Joe grade school player of the game. Knox will punt here on fourth and ten. Short punt. Line drive. Bounces and rolls to about the 41. Atkinson picking it up there. Quickly tackled. Probably shouldn't even have tried to field the ball. And luckily he holds on to it, and Marion will start first and 10 at their own 41-yard line. 8.47 to play here in the third quarter as the Knights take possession. Uh, Merrillville has taken the lead over Warsaw at halftime, 28-21. Suddenly you look smarter than I do. (laughs) For the time being, quite a back-and-forth ball game. Thanks to J.R. Fox Jewelers for their support of high school football on Redeemer Radio. Family owned and operated, J.R. Fox has deep roots at both St. Joe and Marion High School with half the family going to one school, half the family going to the other. The Fox family is known to have the friendliest, most knowledgeable salespeople and jewelers around two great locations, Ireland Road in South Bend and Grape Road in Mishawaka. Screen pass for Marion on first and 10 to Jason Johnson. He pushes his way 
to the 44, a gain of three yards on the play, and it'll bring up a second and seven for the Knights. Well, there's a, a quick screen pass to the outside, and, and Kerr had a great ball delivered. Uh, and I think they're they're trying to build up the pass game a little bit while still having uh, the short screen passes and the run game work in. So definitely a, a good approach by Marion in the second half. So second and seven here for Marion. Handoff to Murphy up the middle, and shoestring tackle there by Knox will prevent Murphy from gaining much of anything on the play. Uh, nice tackle there by Gabe Lovins, who's had his name called a number of times so far here tonight. So to bring up a third and six as a gain of one yard on the play by Murphy. You, you know, I know in the previous play, you know, it seems like Johnson is becoming more and more involved in the passing game later in the, you know, as we're moving through the tournament than he did earlier in the year. Third and six from the 45. Kerr will look to throw. This one's deflected up in the air. Intercepted by Knox. And they'll be taken down around the 41-yard line. Trying to see who made the interception. But it was tipped at the line of scrimmage and picked off by the Knox Redskins. Well, not much Kerr could do about that ball after it left his hand. The tip was what caused the interception. But definitely a great play by the, the Knox defensive line getting their hands up. Uh, for the pass against the young quarterback and able to get that and, and, and cause the, the turnover. Well, I'll tell you, it was a defensive lineman who came up with the interception, a Jeff Shanks, who's a 6'1", 265-pound junior. So definitely so yeah. far it's been a, a battle yeah. of the defensive yeah. lines here. First and 10 now for Knox, their best field position in the game at their own 42. A little trickery, wide receiver gets it. They're going to look to throw. It's Lovins throwing it downfield, uh, and this one is incomplete. And the intended target was, I believe, Zach Rose, the quarterback, downfield as they try to get some trickery. And Lovins' pass was in the vicinity, but Rose unable to haul it in. Actually, flag on the play. There was really good coverage there by Marion on the play, and there was a flag. And See what the referee called it. And it's going to be holding on Marion. And that 10-yard penalty will be an automatic first down for the Knox Redskins, brought to you by Office Interiors, creating great places to work since 1982. So Marion uncharacteristically has been hurting itself a lot here tonight on penalties. This is not something we normally see from, from a Marion team. Sure, there's a couple penalties here and there, but... Uh, it seems like it's a lot more than usual, John. Uh, it definitely does, and, and it's it's been hurting them in these big situations. I mean, getting a stop there, causing a second 10 versus a first down, closing it on the end zone, definitely a big difference the penalties are playing tonight. First and 10 from the 26. Rose throws it up for the end zone. It's caught for a touchdown. The Knox Redskins. No, oh, it's incomplete. incomplete. It dropped at the last second. I thought he hauled it in. So I think the whole I. stadium thought yeah, McIntyre hauled it in, but they call it incomplete. They were cheering. The Knox fans were on their feet cheering. I think part of what it was is uh, short Esau Gonzalez was back there. And as the ball was coming down, he was able to get his hands in there and just rip it out. And a great defensive play by the by the cornerback and doing exactly what he needed to do for that Marion defense. Wow. Second and 10 from the 26. And that might have been the best ball Rose has thrown all night. It was pretty much right on the money, it felt like. And and it, it was a deep shot and, and Knox nearly hauling it in. That could have been a big difference to make it 10-7. But instead, still 10-0 here. Remains Knox football, second and 10. Rose rolls out to the right side, throws it over the middle, oh. incomplete. Intended target on the play was Braxton Geller and put a little bit too much on it. Yep. On the throw was Rose. Now you got two players on opposite sides of the field 
that are injured right now on the play. And it looks like it's Gavin Stefanik for the Marion Knights. Yes, uh, Stefanik is down, number 21. He was back there on coverage that time, did a great job. And Bill Durkowitz was the injured player for Knox. But I think Durkowitz is okay. And actually back in the huddle, Stefanik, meanwhile, for Marion is still down on the ground. Well, he was grabbing his ankle, and now I see uh, Ann Masinski is uh, working on that ankle a little bit, so uh, some type of ankle injury. Well, Stefanik was was the safety in coverage. Michael Schaefer helping him up now and will help him off to the sideline. Stefanik now being helped out by some of the coaches, now able to walk off on his own power. So that's a positive sign. Gives a fist pound to Tyler DeBoe. Now trying to jog it off. Then he slows down a little <laughs> bit. And Stefanik is able to walk it off. I think he's trying to show everybody that, hey, hey, I'm okay and I can get back into this game shortly. Trying to see who's checking in at it safety like now in place Mitchell of Mitchell Florin's going to start going both ways with Stefanik out of the game, coming in at safety. And Florin played a, right. a, a quite a bit of safety last week against Jimtown as well. No. Esau Gonzalez has been in the ball game a lot. Is I can't quite figure out who is out for Marion defensively in the back in the backfield. I see Schnipple is in the ball game. And uh, I assume Atkinson's then probably out of the game right now. Well, okay, that's yeah, that is what it looks like. Okay, very good, Anch. I mean, they're probably just trying to keep everybody fresh, and and quite honestly, you got to keep Atkinson fresh for. For returns too, because that's been <laughs> that's been one of the biggest difference makers in this game. So that that could be what it, what it is, and and maybe at this point they feel Gonzalez is playing well enough that he deserves to rotate in. And, and he did have that big stop there in the back corner of the end zone yep. a, a couple plays Very ago. Good. So definitely not hurting the team by having him in there at corner. So third and ten here for Knox from the twenty-six. Rose looking to throw. Lots of pressure. Rolls out to the right side. Breaks the press. Now he's going to look to run. Has it to the twenty. Goes out of bounds there. He's shy of the first down, but gains six yards on the play, and it's going to bring up a fourth and about four. They're going to say he was just shy of the twenty, and he'll be at the about the nineteen-yard line. Well, probably not a field goal attempt. Oh no, right at the twenty. So this is going to bring up a fourth and what, three? Well, that ball looks three, like it looks a, like three. I, I will go with you, Andre, rather than the scoreboard on, on this I one. Think it's, I think the marker looks like it's about the 17, so okay. fourth and three coming up here for Knox. They had a fourth down inside the 20 to end the first half. Now a fourth down at the 20 to start the second half. Another key deep play for the Marion defense. Fourth and three. He will scramble oh, over one, and the ball is out. It's loose. It's fumbled by Rose, and it's recovered on the play by, I believe, C.J. Jaguna. C.J. Jaguna recovering the fumble, the senior linebacker for the Marion Knights, and Marion has forced a fourth turnover in this game as they take possession here with 6.56 yeah. remaining in the third quarter. Marion still ahead 10 to nothing. Well, there was the great opportunity for Knox to really get back into this ball game with getting points on the board and just weren't able to do it. Give credit to the Marion defense. The one thing I'm not sure about on that drive, all four of those plays were design passes. And, you know, for, for an offense that has not been able to really throw the ball, uh, kind of surprised Knox has done that. All right, first and 10 for Marion. Michael Murphy gets it to the right side, cuts back inside, pushes his way forward to the 26-yard line, gain of seven yards on the play. Nice rush there by Michael Murphy. 
here to start the third quarter action. 6.41 to play in the third, and Murphy gets seven yards on the play, and it's second and three. Uh, in the third quarter, Chittard 55, Concordia 14. So I would, we'll give that one to uh, Chittard <laughs> right so now. So if Marion holds on, they would host Chittard next Friday. And uh, on the snap, flag comes out and looks like we got a false start on Marion, and that's what we have. I didn't have the extra point. It's 56 points for Chittard. You know, my man here from Chittard was a little slow on that one. <laughs> 621 <laughs> remaining in the game. So if Marion or in the third quarter, excuse me, Marion up 10 to nothing and it'll be a second and 8 from the Marion's own 22 yard line coming up here. Kerr bringing out the offense. He's in shotgun. He is playing in place of Maddox Begonia out for the season with a knee injury. Florin in motion gets the handoff on the jet sweep, go. and Florin rolls out of bounds around the 26-yard line. He's shy of the first down, and will bring up a third and three or so for the Marion Knights. Well, I mean, the third and short, they're, they're probably going to go for a, a short pass play, possibly a rollout with Kerr, get him closer to his receivers to, to make the throw, and... Definitely create a little more space on the pass play and try and get some openings for Kerr. 5.30 remaining now in the third quarter. Third and three, ball to 27. Kerr in shotgun, hands the ball off to Murphy. He goes up the middle, and it looks like Murphy's just got enough for the first down. He does a big first down there by the sophomore back in his first career start here tonight in place of Malcolm Anderson. He gains five yards on the play, and it's a first down brought to you by Office Interior. That was a type of run we've seen Murphy do when he gets his opportunities. And, and, and the, the previous run he had on this drive and that one are the kind of runs he needs to, to step up and be at the level that, that Marion has been playing at on offense all season. So if he's able to continue, continue to do that throughout this drive in the game, that'll be huge for Marion. First and ten. Five minutes left in the third. Kerr going to rush it himself. Pushes his way forward across the 35 <laughs> to about the 36-yard line. A gain of three yards on the rush. 4.50 now remaining here in the third quarter. It is just after 9 p.m. This is 95.7 FM, WRDI, Napanee, Michiana, and you're listening to high school football, 3A regional finals, 11-1 Marion on the road at 11-1 Knox in our tire rack game of the week. Angel DiCarlo, Bob Berger, John Brock here with you here from Community Field at Knox High School. Marion and Knox, Florin in motion, handoff to Murphy. Murphy plows his way up the middle, and he gets about six yards on the play, and will bring up a third and two after a nice rush there by M Michael Murphy. A uh, score that really kind of surprises me in the second period is Hobart 24, New Prairie 7. Wow. That really surprised We both missed on that one, or are, or are missing on that one, I should I say. I mean, if you had told me the Brickies were going to win, I'm not going to say yeah. you're out of your mind, but I wouldn't think they'd be up by 17. In the first half. Yeah. Third and one now for Marion. Current shotgun. Hands it off to Murphy. Up the middle. Plowing his way through again. Just enough for the first down as he gets it to the 45 and then some extracurriculars after. And they'll separate everybody. Well, nice you know, clean. that's how Coach Davidson described Murphy as a runner. He just loves to go over people. He's not trying to avoid anybody. He just wants to <laughs> plow right through them. I, I couldn't agree with more with that description. I mean, having watched him for the, the first 
two and a half quarters of this game. He definitely doesn't like to make as many cuts and fancy moves like Anderson did. He he just plows yeah, over, good. goes down the middle, and tries to get as much as he can. First and ten from the 45, and the handoff this time, Murphy maybe getting one, one and a half on the play, and it'll bring up a second and long coming up here. Tackled by Cone, Dalton Cone, the senior outside linebacker for Knox. Hey, uh, shout-out to Terry Minix. Won his 400th career game tonight, Coach, as uh, Oregon Davis defeating LaVille 82-28 in girls' basketball. So uh, I tell you, he's had a great career at Oregon Davis and one of the 1A real powerhouses in the state. So congratulations to Coach Minix. Here's Kerr. Screen pass to Jason Johnson, and he makes the catch, and 17 flags fall out onto the field. And then... A uh, couple extracurriculars, and I can hear the uh, – there's – there's was there three flat? There was I see three of them. I think a couple I of them are the, the, the same, same penalty. <laughs> okay. Not all of them. Many times, though, officials throw flags in support holding, of another one. Holding on Marion. And that's the only penalty. That's the – okay. So – I don't know. I know. I know. I know. You say that, Coach, but those ones came out awfully quick at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, hey, we all saw it. I think they're trying to convince everybody that was a penalty. We all saw it. I don't know. Maybe they have doubts sometimes. <laughs> I shouldn't say that about officials. Hey, we need I? more. We need more high school officials. You can't. Yes, be, you're right. We really do. It and is I, one of the most thankless jobs. I think people don't appreciate how hard it is. So so important. Yes. high school sports. So some uh, analyst up here in the press box should just shut his mouth, right? I mean, you're a little old school. <laughs> okay. Old school. <laughs> okay. Old All right. school. <laughs> Second and 14. Kerr to the right side will look to throw downfield. Intended for Eddie Murphy. And there will no be, will not be an aha on that one. It's incomplete. You know, you bring up a good point. Maybe I am because I coached back in the day when there were a million officials. You know, if you didn't like one, you went and found some others. You know, <laughs> I was so just taking. Maybe a that's, it. maybe that's it. Is that you're just inferring I'm old, right? On. I was just taking a shot at your age. I got to okay, get it in every right. once in a while. <laughs> We haven't mentioned the fact that we have the largest gap between broadcast partners in the country with <laughs> between you two, 76 and 19. So Wait a minute. I didn't have a birthday. Oh, still 75? Sorry. 75, yeah. Sorry, I, I apologize. Had, I haven't guys. had a birthday. So, okay. <laughs> apologize. 75 yeah, and 19. Still young and good. old. Third and 14. Kerr throws it over oh, the middle, nice. completes it to his big brother, and Colin hauls it in, pushes it way forward, and somehow he fights his way for the first down wow. on third and 14. Great move. Great play there by yeah. Colin Kerr for a 14-yard gain and a first down brought to you by Office Interiors. Kerr to Kerr for the first time in their careers. A great moment there for the Kerr brothers. Well, that time Colin Kerr got it. The ball was up in the air, and I think he you know, really went after it and grabbed it. The others that have been thrown to him have been down low below the knees and a little tougher to catch. So first and 10 for Marion, now at the Knox 45-yard line. Two minutes to play in the third. Murphy runs to the right side, plows his way through. We're going to say that a whole lot, I feel like, over the next couple of years. He gets it to the 40 and a gain of five yards. What, did, I, what I, did Coach Davidson say uh, in pregame, Coach, when we talked to him on tailgate talk? He, he kind of just said, uh, you know, 
you know, he does. He doesn't. He's not like Anderson. He doesn't no, try he, to make any finesse. Is not the word <laughs> the way you would describe Michael Murphy. Not a, a finesse runner. Downhill runner, though. I think. Yeah, yes, definitely he is. Kind of interesting. He's a little bit smaller in, in stature compared to Anderson, but he definitely favors that that yeah, hard type yes. of running. You'd think a bigger guy would favor that type of running. Murphy up the middle, and he will gain maybe a yard or two on the play. Maybe two yards on the play, and it'll bring up a third and four. Now one thirteen remaining here in the third quarter. If if nothing else, Marion is doing a great job of, of taking time off the clock with a, a long drive, and if they're able to great score point. on this drive, that that could be huge. Taking time yeah. off and adding points to the board. I mean, is it's a it's a double whammy yeah. against uh, the Knox team here. If they score a touchdown on this drive, it, it and they get the extra point, it, it's probably over at this point. Third and four. Kerber looked to throw to the right side over the middle. And this one's incomplete. Intended target was Eddie Murphy, and he was unable to get it to him there. Good coverage on the play by Reese Keaton for the Knox Redskins, and the punting unit will come out onto the field for the Marion Knights with 44 seconds remaining here in the third. So Renner will look to pin Knox down. He's had three punts here tonight. All have gone inside the 20. The Washington State commit proving firsthand here tonight why he will be a Division I punter next season. Here's the pump by Renner. It's a high one. It will come down around the five. Tries for a fair catch. It just drops into the end zone, and it will be a touchback here. And Knox will start first and ten from their own 20, 44 seconds remaining here in the third. Great hustle that time by Drew Geiger. He was trying to get that and just couldn't quite catch up with the ball, but a great A for effort. Drew Geiger, the long snapper, so got the snap <laughs> off and did a direct sprint. John, you did a little long snapping in your career, right? I did. I, I was a long snapper uh, before before uh, Geiger was. I, I did it some last season and the season before. It's it's also like the referees, a, a thankless position. You you only get noticed if you mess up. But uh, Drew definitely does a great job. job. He's been working since the day he came in his freshman year. So he he's a, does a great job of getting the snap off and getting down the field. So first and ten from Knox from their own twenty yard line. Last two drives have gone deep into Marion territory, but no points. They need a drive with points this time around. And Bow is going to get quickly. Uh, taken down here by the Marion defense. Isaac Hibbs made the initial contact, who seems to be uh, health-wise at a uh, much higher level than he was uh, a couple weeks ago. I haven't noticed uh, a play where he wasn't out on the field. So I would think he's probably, if he's not at 100%, he's probably close to it. Second and 11 now for Knox. 15 seconds left here in the third quarter. They will try to get one more playoff. They're out of the huddle. 10 seconds now left. Man in motion. Maybe they will not. Yeah, they'll snap it now with five seconds left. Oh. And Hibbs with the sack in the backfield. And the ball looked like it came oh, loose, but Knox was down. able to, well, either way, Knox recovered it, but it was a yeah. huge loss. And it's going to bring up a third and 20 to start the fourth quarter. And Marion <laughs> leads 10 nothing. Can the Marion Knights advance to semi-state? They will look to do so after this timeout. Fourth quarter action back after this in our Tyrac Game of the Week. 
Welcome to Tom's Car Care Center. Thanks. I'm here for an oil change. How long do you think it'll Starting take? Starting financial success up around family and values and is more than a Well, if you need to work, we have free Wi-Fi here at Tom's Car Care. And our Comfort Spot Cafe has great choices from soup country. sandwiches, the salads, and wraps. And, and made our place to sit decisions. down and enjoy your food. Really? I can do all that here at Tom's Car Care? Sure. You can even run your car through the Waterworks Car Wash after we're done. Wow, what a time saver. Thank you. Tom's Car Care has it all. Tom's Car Care, the Coffee Spot Cafe, and the Waterworks Car Wash. Located at 3201 Sugar Maple Lane in South Bend. Charting financial success around family values is more than a tagline for Catanzarit Financial Services. It defines how we work with you. Faith, family, country is the way we've lived and made our life decisions. Hi, I'm Tony Catanzarit. If you'd like to develop a retirement plan that reflects your family values, visit CatanzaritFinancial.com to register for classes held through IU South Bend or email me directly at Tony at CatanzaritFinancial.com. Securities and advisory services offered through Harbor Investment, Inc., member SIPC. 1976, 1999, 2012, 2015, 2017 regional championships for Marion High School football. Can they get number six here tonight? Third and 20 for the Knox Redskins and Marion with a sack in the backfield and Knox will be forced to punt. Great job there once again. It looks like it was Isaac Hibbs once again with the big sack here tonight. That's a highlight for him on this series, these three possessions, because he just has gone in there and chased the man down almost on touch that time. Well, I got to say, Isaac Hibbs, Anthony Roberts, and Miguel Ortiz, the seniors on the defensive line, don't want their season and their careers to end. And Mitchell Menting doesn't want basketball season to start. So (laughs) definitely a lot for them, motivation to keep them uh, getting those sacks. Nice punt here by uh, Knox, all things considered, out of the back of their own end zone. Rolls all the way to the 41-yard line. And Marion will start first and 10 at the Knox 41 with 11-17 to play in the ballgame. And uh, Marion hoping to try to put this one away here on this drive. Again, they're the defense again has set up the offense in a really a great scoring position. Stay tuned after the game as we'll name our player of the game brought to you by St. Joseph Grade School in South Bend, a 2019 National Blue Ribbon School. That won't be an easy choice. Oh, it's going to be fun on this one. We can get some real arguments going uh, tonight. Might be a battle of defensive linemen. That's the. Yes. Which defensive lineman is it going to be? <laughs> Here's uh, Murphy up the middle. We can't rule out Atkinson, who had obviously the interception return for the touchdown. The only thing I'll say is Atkinson won the award two weeks ago. You guys know I shy away from giving it to the same guy in a short period of time. But be, and with so many uh, other, options. other options. There's other the options. That's right. If he was the only one we thought was out there doing a job, might be you might have to, but uh, not tonight. Second and seven from the 37. Murphy up the middle. <laughs> he goes head first down to the 32-yard line. When I say he's a downhill runner, I mean it's almost like he's like falling forward uh, yeah. about four yards into his rush to gain two more yards on the play. It's an interesting well, way he lines well, that up. Lower, that was... lower center, center of gravity makes you able to get a couple more yards. Well, that was a typical Michael Murphy run. You can just see him going about six inches off the ground for about five yards at time. Just uh, really plowed right ahead. Third and two now for Marion. Gabe Kerr, screen pass to Jason Johnson. Good coverage by Knox, and he's going to be shy of the first down. Maybe even lose a little bit that time. I'm not sure exactly what Kerr was looking for there. There was no blockers out there to make the screen pass a – the, the only time that, that you're supposed to throw that as a quarterback is when you see that 
it's either one man to beat and it's a deep corner or there's no one over there. So not sure exactly what he was seeing, but not not too wise of a play. But rookie quarterback, you, you make mistakes like that in your first game is, that you're starting in. Fourth and three, and Marion will call a timeout to discuss things with 9.40 to play here in the ballgame. Marion leads 10-0 in our Tyrac Game of the Week 3A Regional Final. Back after this on Redeemer Radio 95.7. Auto loans from Notre Dame Federal Credit Union can save you money. Why? Because the whole purpose of a credit union is to save you money. Catholic-inspired credit unions put faith into action. Pope John Paul II called them one of the church's most significant concrete achievements. Now it's easier than ever to be a part of this. All you need is a phone. You already share our values. Why not share in our savings? For a better auto loan or refinance from Notre Dame Federal Credit Union, call 844-230-6611. Have you been thinking about becoming Catholic but have no idea what the next step is? This happens often. You're not alone. We're here to help. If you're curious about the Catholic faith and want to learn more, give us a call. We can give you information about RCIA at a church near you. This program does not mean that you have to become Catholic by the end of it, but it will help you know more so that you can make an informed choice about the next step in your faith. Fourth and four for Marion. Kerr back to pass, throws it over the middle. Jason Johnson with a catch, and that is a first down brought to you by Office Interiors with 9.35 to play here in the ballgame. Marion keeping this drive alive down to the Knox 33-yard line now. Marion ahead 10-0. Huge pass play there by Kerr to Jason Johnson. And Michael Murphy had been stepping up in the run game, getting him positive yards, and now Kerr with a big play to keep him in this game. Kerr with the handoff to Murphy now going up the middle, pushing his way forward to about the 23-yard line, gain of five yards on the play. And this is the, the offensive movement that they wanted to see with Kerr and, and Murphy at, at the start of the game. But obviously with two guys, sophomores that had never played before, they, they took a while to get started, but... Going into this this fourth quarter, they're able to get things going, and you're starting to get to see what the, the potential of these two is. Junior quarterback Maddox Begonia, junior running back Malcolm Anderson not playing tonight, both out with knee injuries, suffered last week against Jimtown. Gabe Kerr, Michael Murphy, two sophomores in here tonight. Mitchell Florin gets the jet sweep rush, and the senior goes to the left side, and he will be get tackled around the 21, just shy of the first down. And it's going to bring up a third and two here for Marion. 8-19 to play here in the ballgame. Marion leads Knox 10-0. 3A regional championship on the line in our Tyrac game of the week. I'd like to make an observation. I'll tell you, after that timeout, we saw Marion run back out onto the field when the timeout was over. Knox walked out onto the field after it. And uh, maybe as an old coach, I see things like that. Now a flag on the field, and it looks like Knox may have jumped off sides. And even more to the point that you were just making, uh, that, that shows a little bit of the how much of their head is in the game and the discipline level that they're at, and, and, and that could play a, a factor in that penalty right there. Knox jumping off sides, so it is a first down brought to you by Office Interiors. First and 10 for Marion from the 17 now. 7.53 to play here in the ballgame. 
Kerr in shotgun, looking to pass. Throws it right side, over the middle, caught. Touchdown, Jason Johnson, 17-yard score, and Marion has jumped out to a 16-0 lead, pending the extra point. Kerr to Johnson, 17 yards for the touchdown, with 7.42 to play in the game, and Marion now inching closer to the sixth regional championship in school history. Well, and I'll tell you, Chittard is uh, beating Concordia 56-28, to and that is in the fourth period with two minutes left in the ball game. So, you know, definitely uh, Chittard is going to be in that semi-state game. Marion will host the semi-state game if the Knights hold on for the victory here tonight. Jason Johnson, who made the touchdown, the holder, puts it down for Hunter Renner, who puts it up through the uprights. <laughs> and Marion has now has a three-score lead. They lead Knox 17-0, 7.42 to play in the ballgame. We'll take a timeout, be back with the fourth quarter action, final action of the fourth quarter right after this on Redeemer Radio 95.7. We know you like football, so do we. We're TireRack.com and this is our version of a two-minute drill, except it's only 30 seconds. TireRack.com has an enormous selection of tires. Not sure which ones to buy? Use our tire decision guide to find the right tires for your vehicle and the way you drive. Then get them shipped fast and free on all orders over $50. Shipping is in as little as one day. Free. TireRack.com ships to independent, recommended installers. TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. Touchdown. Gabe Kerr, 17-yard touchdown pass to Jason Johnson with 7.42 to play in the ballgame. Marion leads Knox 17-0 with uh, here in the fourth quarter in the 3A Regional Championship in our tire rack game of the week. Angel DiCarlo, John Brock, Bob Berger back with you here from Knox High School in Stark County. Huge touchdown, and it seems like Gabe Kerr, John, starting to find himself um, after having – basically take all game uh, to, to kind of get it yeah. together coming in in his first varsity start. It, definitely, and that's what I was saying. Coming in the second half, he needed to find his groove in the passing game, something difficult for someone who's getting their first start, and he definitely did that in the last couple drive, was able to feel out how the game was going and, and definitely start performing better. Decent kickoff return here by Knox. They get it to the 34-yard line, and they will start first and 10 from their own 34 here, but now the clock ticking away. Marion ahead 17-0 Thing with 7.36 remaining in the ball game, and <laughs> Knox will have to get some scores fast, and they're not the type of offense that usually does that. Michael Schaefer made a nice stop on that kickoff to prevent a long run back. So first and 10 for Knox from their own 34-yard line. Again, 7.34 left in the game. The winner of this game will go on to semi-state. Pass to short. And then a little oh, flea, flicker. Flip, flea flicker, hook and ladder, pitch back, and it's going to go all the way down to the 20-yard line on the return, and that's Gunnar Wagner. So it was a hook and ladder, completion to short, who pitched it back to Gunnar Wagner, and he returns it all the way, or he takes it all the way down to the 20. <laughs> they, they may have... Uh, <laughs> Taking that one back into the tricks a little late in the ball game, but it was a great play and gets them all the way down to the 22. Well, they needed to get something, some type of momentum to get the ball down the field quick, and that's exactly what they got. So great job by the Knox offense. Perfectly executed. Here's Rose. 
looking to pass. He will tuck it. He will run it to the 15. Now he's still got some blockers downfield, and he runs out of bounds around the nine-yard line. Another first down, back-to-back first downs, brought to you by Office Interiors, creating great places to work since 1982. First and goal for the Redskins with 7-14 to play, but they are down 17-0. Well, I tell you, and the uh, Knox fans are on their feet, and uh, they're excited, even though down in the, late in the fourth period. But, the, hey, they still have optimism. Well, and, and just as the momentum was looking like it was going Marion's way and Knox was getting a little drained, they came back out strong with the offense right. and got the, got the ball moving. 7-14 to play, first and goal from the eight. Rose back to pass, throws it, complete to McIntyre who catches the ball and has knocked out of bounds around the four and will bring up a second and goal. The last time I saw a hook and ladder complete and successfully operated in a playoff game was when Mishawaka defeated Penn for a sectional championship, I believe, back in, like, 2010. Oh, wow. Uh, by the way, snow was gr- on the ground that that <laughs> night as well. Maybe that's the key. It has to have snow. Snow somewhere. Look, it's around. a snow play. Yeah. That was the play that put Bar Curtis... <laughs> on the map in terms of Mishawaka football when they knocked out Penn. Here's the handoff to bow up the middle. Maybe gets a yard, but not much, and it's going to bring up a third and goal here. From the th- – I don't even know if he got a yard. Tyler DeBow quickly in on the ball carrier and uh, make the stop. Yeah, no gain on the play, so third and goal from the four. Without strong, this Marion defensive line has played in, in – a tight situation like this on the goal line, I think Knox is going to either need to go with a, a trickier pass play or something to the outside and, to be able to get in the end zone. And then adding to the consequence here is the clock is running. Now six minutes left in the game. It is a three-possession game. Man in motion. Rose in shotgun. He will pass. He oh, slips to the ground, gets back down. to his feet. Nope, they're going to say his knee down. touched knee the ground. Down. He is down at the 10-yard line hard to tell from up here whether or not his knee did hit the ground. I thought he may have recovered, but, I mean, the referee's right there, so I'm going to have to trust he made the call. I'll tell you, all the uh, Knox supporters in the press box didn't think his uh, knee went down. True. From up here, here, it did look like he was able to keep keep on his feet, but definitely the ref had had a good view of it, so trust his call. (laughs) Fourth and goal from the 10. 520 remaining now in... The ball game. In shotgun is Rose. He will look to throw. Fakes that throw. Now will keep it. And now he's in a scrum. And he's down to the ground. A sack there by the Marion Knights. And another fourth down stand for this Marion defense. Their third of the night when Knox had the ball inside the 20-yard line. Outstanding defense all night long for one of the state's best defenses. And well, Marion now gets the ball back up 17-0 with 5.04 left in the game. And I have to, again, Isaac Hibbs was one of the leaders getting in there and making that stop. So, again, another real candidate for the St. Joe grade school player of the game. Well, and on top of that, the defense as a whole, when they got yep. beat on the trick play with the hook and ladder, but they did a great job not putting their heads down and, and keeping in the game. So Marion's offense back on the field, 5:04 remaining. Now they are pinned down at their own nine-yard line, so this is an important possession to hold on to the football. Murphy gets the handoff up the middle, pushes his way two yards to the 11, and it'll bring up a second and eight. Well, a play like that one, the the 
the tackle on the offensive line was a little bit late to get his block, and that's where having a, a back like Anderson with a little more experience is able to see that and, and have patience to, to make the cut and get more yardage, whereas Murphy puts his head down and runs. So a, a little bit less yardage, but still a good gain. Kerr in shotgun. Hands it off to Murphy. Murphy to the left side. Pushes his way to about the 14. And it'll bring up third down here. But there's now down to 4.15 left in the game. Tire Rack is the title sponsor for high school football on Redeemer Radio 95.7. Tire Rack also underwrites our internship program with St. Joe and Marion students as well. We've got our... Marion Jr., Josh Schmidt, on social media duty. He's been out in the beautiful temperatures here at Community Field. Thanks to Matt Edmonds and Tyrak for all their support. And happy birthday to Matt Edmonds, as uh, I believe he's 30 years old today. Uh, here's the right. handoff to Murphy up the middle, across the 20 to the 21, and that's a first down brought to you by Office Interiors. <laughs> I have a final score here. Chittard 56, Concordia 28. So Chittard moves on to the semi-state, and we sure hope it's at Otolsky Field at Marion High School. Well, Marion is three <laughs> minutes shape. and 30 yes. seconds away from hosting Chittard. Yeah, in the 3A semi-state next Friday night. First and 10 for Marion. From their own 21, Kerr jumping up and down in the backfield. I'm assuming he's trying to stay warm or he's anxious. Gets the handoff, and Murphy goes to the left side. And he's still on his, on his feet. Finally gets knocked to the ground as we approach 3.05 left in the ballgame. John, this has to be something that's tough because you know Knox is trying to knock the ball out of their hands. And he's told, don't fumble. Well, it's really a battle of wills almost. Yeah, and that's that's why running back coaches will preach again and again. you got to keep two hands on the ball. you gotta, you got to wrap <laughs> it up and just tuck it. And that's one thing that, that, the, that is a huge advantage for Murphy is that the style he runs and he keeps okay. that ball deep in his gut the entire time. So he does a great job of that. Hopefully, to, for him, it, it keeps the ball from coming out when they swipe at it. 2.30 left in the game. Kerr up the middle. He's hit around the 25. Now, and see, bring there, third Kerr, down. Kerr was more upright that time, and I was all of a sudden kind of jerked a little bit, you know, that and, they were yeah. going after that ball and compared that's a, to Murphy, who's That's got, a difference you see a, a lot yeah. between running backs and quarterbacks who are not as used to running as – uh, especially a, a more passing quarterback that, that Kerr leans towards a, a passing quarterback. They they run more upright, and it definitely is a, a more risky way to run in terms of fumbling and even injury. Two minutes left in the ball game. Marion up 17-0, third and six from the 25. Ooh. And it looks like the Knights may have jumped off or uh, false start on Marion. And that is what it is. So they'll push it back for five yards and it'll bring up a third and eleven. Notre Dame Federal Credit Union is a strong supporter of Redeemer Radio and our Michiana Catholic schools. This makes a huge difference in our community. Notre Dame FCU would like to challenge more people to do the same. Email me at angelo.decarlo at redeemerradio.com to get more information on how you can be a sponsor for our upcoming high school basketball season on Redeemer Radio 95.7. Our first broadcast of the year coming up on December 10th when St. Joe faces Riley, I believe, in a doubleheader. Yes. Is that right? 
Yes. <laughs> Here's That's Murphy right. to the right side. Murphy's <laughs> okay. going to go out of bounds, but he's going to get a first down brought to you by Office Interiors, and it appears Marion is going to get into victory formation. Well, and that's thanks to, to Michael Murphy, who definitely stepped up big in this fourth quarter, getting a lot of gains and first downs and making Marion able to get into the end zone again and, and move the ball. And him, and him and Kerr definitely in the fourth quarter f started to find their groove as first-time starters, and really that made a huge difference for the Knights. Marion won state championships in 1973 and 1975. That was before there was a state championship game. The Knights have won regional titles in 1976, 99, 2012, 2015, and 2017, are now 120 away from winning their 6th regional championship in school history. The one thing they have not done as a program is play for a state championship to make it to the state title game. They will get their shot next week, and they will be heavy underdogs uh, when they face Chatard, who has been the unquestioned number one team in the state all season long. And now Marion well, is 108 away from getting that opportunity to uh, shock the entire <laughs> state of Indiana. Well, I'll tell you, Chatard came up and played Northwood second game of the season, as we talked about. And uh, Northwood's got a fine, fine program, a fine tradition, and uh, it uh, really wasn't a ball game. Chatard is that strong. 105 left in the ballgame. Kerr in shotgun. And they'll let this clock wind. 20 seconds left on the play clock, excuse me. 45 seconds left now in the game. I tell you, barring some upsets, Marion may be the only team left in our area who will be playing next week. Murphy up the middle with the rush. He gets a first down yeah. brought to you by Office Interiors, and that will be the final play of the game. The celebration is starting, and the Marion Knights are going to put this one away. Marion has won the sixth regional championship in school history, and they will play and host Chatard <laughs> next Friday night looking to make it to the state finals for the first time in school history. The celebration is underway. Congratulations to the Marionites, 17-0 winners over Knox here in the 3A Regional Championship game. Gentlemen, what a season has been, and the Marionites improving to 12-1 on the year. Outstanding effort here by Marion. What a season, John. It's been a very impressive season and, and lots of ups and downs for, for the Knights, especially in this playoff run. But they've had a lot of different guys step up for them and, and do a great job. I mean, from Jason Johnson stepping up in the playoff run and Mitchell Menting on the defense and, and now Gabe Kerr and Michael Murphy stepping up big on the offense to get another score here tonight and secure that, that regional championship. So they, they have had an outstanding season, and, and credit goes to their entire team on that, doing a great job all around. Well, I tell you also, Ange, just for the records, I, I want to pat you on the back. You know what the, the game, uh, length of the game was? Exactly <laughs> two hours. All right, so you called it, Ange, right on the spot. But, no, I tell you, just uh, very happy for Marion. I thought, uh, you know, I thought the defense played strong all the, the whole game, but I thought the offense, as you mentioned, John, is this, the fourth quarter especially, when they need to run that clock, uh, they really performed well. All right, celebration is on for the Marion Knights. We're going to take a quick timeout, wrap things up, 
and name our player of the game brought to you by St. Joe Grade School. This is going to be a tough one. We'll talk it over right after this on Redeemer Radio 95.7, the Marionites Regional Champions for the sixth time in school history. As we get older, it's natural to think about what kind of legacy we will leave to those we love. Life in this world is finite, and when we face death, there can be abundant peace in knowing that all we have worked for will help others to become saints. Leave a legacy of evangelization by planning to give a portion of your estate to Redeemer Radio in your will. Your gift will have eternal consequences in the lives of those brought into deeper relationship with Christ because of Redeemer Radio. Marion defeats Knox 17-0. The Marionites are regional champions for the sixth time in school history. Time now to name our player of the game, brought to you by St. Joseph Grade School in South Bend. And my vote's going to go to defensive lineman, senior Isaac Hibbs, who's outstanding all around. You could give this to a lot of guys. Um, but Hibbs, who's, who's uh, you know, been out with an illness, uh, came back last week, was fabulous here tonight. That's my vote. John, uh, what's your vote? Well, I think two guys who showed up uh, again were uh, Hunter Renner and uh, and um, shoot, <laughs> it's Menting. Menting, Menting uh, okay. again Menting. stepped up. I I don't know why I drew a blank on that, but Hunter Renner and Menting both stepped up big. Hunter with the flipping the field position and three punts inside the twenty yard line. But I know he won it recently, so yes. you wouldn't want to give. And it Greg Atkinson has and it. Greg Atkinson, Atkinson you got to bring the Greg touchdown to to put the Knights up in the beginning. So. Both uh, Hunter and Atkinson did a great job again, but uh, I think the guy who definitely stood out to me was Mitchell Menting, having that interception that led to uh, a field goal and just a great job, a couple of tipped passes and some great tackles. So, Coach? Well, I tell you, I guess I maybe get to decide it, uh, but uh, I'll tell you, I – I'm going to go with Isaac Hibbs, ah. and I'll tell you why. Because I think when when Knox was starting, their offense was really starting to get in gear, and we thought, oh, okay, here they come. Well, I'll tell you, Hibbs had three sacks in a row that just killed any momentum that that Knox had at the time, and because of that, I will go with Isaac Hibbs. All right, so there you have it. Uh, the older folk win over the younger guy. <laughs> John just knows more than we do. Isaac <laughs> Hibbs is your player of the game, brought to you by St. Joseph Grade School in South Bend. St. Joe Grade School is proud to have been named a 2019 National Blue Ribbon School by the U.S. Department of Education. Beyond the classroom, students excel in athletics, music, arts, service learning, and more. St. Joseph Grade School, educating hearts and minds in the Holy Cross tradition since 18. 54, making God known, loved, and served. Learn more by visiting stjosephgradeschool.com. All right, let's get the final review of our keys to the game brought to you by J.R. Fox Jewelers. Coach. Well, as we look at the special teams for man, you know, John gave a real rundown on the performance of uh, Hunter Renner, but also the, I, we think that all the special teams really did well. They put Marion in good scoring position and, uh, again, got a touchdown towards the end. But, uh, again, it's uh, one of those things where uh, uh, I think the, the defense really picked up, but the special teams did their job. All right, and, those and first... then we look oh, at yeah. Knox uh, again. Must stop Marion's running game. They did a good job of that till maybe the fourth quarter. You know where you know they were really kind of able to grind out the clock and get some nice uh, first downs out of that to uh, make the clock just move. And those uh, keys to the game brought to you by J.R. Fox Jewelers. Uh, thank you to Knox. 
crew up here in the press box for handing us off some stats. That is great. Michael I Murphy, 25 it. carries for 106 yards. He got 100 then. That's great. Gabe That's Kerr had 10. Tell you what, not bad numbers throwing the ball. 10 for 17. Only had 64 yards passing, but completing 10 of 17 passes. Did have the interception throw. Uh, Zach Rose for Knox was 415. Three interceptions uh, on the evening for 53 yards. Jason Johnson had six catches for 33 yards for the Marion Knights. Atkinson had the 45-yard interception return for a touchdown. Tackles for Marion here tonight. DeBoe had six. Hibbs had five. Hibbs also with two sacks. Menting had a sack. Uh, Schnipple with four tackles here tonight. Schaefer had three tackles. Atkinson with two tackles. So uh, Schnipple also with a sack here this evening. And Anthony Roberts with a sack as well. So those are your final numbers here tonight for the Marion Knights as they defeat Knox by a score of 17 to nothing to win the regional championship for the sixth time in program history. All right, that's a wrap on... 13 of high school football thanks to our sponsors tonight tire rack notre dame federal credit union office interiors the saint vincent de paul society tom's car care center st joseph grade school katanzari financial services venue nd jr fox jewelers fiddler's hearth the women's care center dewall fluid power subway marion high school and st joseph high school without all of them none of this is possible possible so please support them because it helps to support us our producer back at the redeemer radio studios is joe andert our student interns here tonight josh schmidt marion jr handling social media duties for bob berger and john brock i'm angel de carlo the final score from knox marion wins 17 nothing for their sixth regional championship in school history the knights will host chatard next week in the 3a semi-state as they look to book their ticket to the 3a state title game with a victory over the top ranked team in the state of indiana you'll hear that game right here on redeemer radio 95 7 next friday night for now good night and god bless from stark county what happens on the kyle hyman show Ooh, uh good question good question, good question. that's a really good question that's a very good question that's a great question great question yeah you're on to something there kyle Boy. <laughs> that's a great question that's a great question <laughs> what a great question <laughs> great question great great question kyle. wonderful wonderful question that's probably one of the most challenging questions again excellent question kyle you stumped me um i forgot what the question was find out weekdays from 7 to 8 a.m Notre Dame football is back at home this Saturday as they welcome in Navy for a top 25 showdown. Get your game day started with Notre Dame Federal Credit Union's Irish Sports Saturdays here on Redeemer Radio. Join Kevin Downey and me, Angel DiCarlo, as we get you prepped for what should be a very tough battle against one of Navy's best teams in years. It's Notre Dame Federal Credit Union's Irish Sports Saturdays this Saturday at 9 a.m. on 95.7 FM and RedeemerRadio.com. This is Father Nathan Maskell, chaplain of Marion High School. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. In thanksgiving for all God's gifts. Lord, make me an instrument of your peace. Where there is hatred, let me sow love. Where there is injury, pardon. Where there is doubt, faith. Where there is despair, hope. Where there is darkness, light. And where there is sadness, joy. O Divine Master, grant that I may not so much seek to be consoled as to console, to be understood as to understand, to be loved as to love. For it is in giving that we receive, 
It is in pardoning that we are pardoned, and it is in dying that we are born to eternal life. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you for listening to this broadcast of Marion High School Athletics. Thanks for joining us for the Tire Rack Game of the Week. More tires, great prices. Visit TireRack.com. High School Football on Redeemer Radio 95.7 FM has also been presented by Notre Dame Federal Credit Union. Where you bank does matter. We now return you to regular programming already in progress.